Today on the Games for Life podcast, we're going to be talking about the Microsoft conference, all the details around the games that were announced around that. So be sure to tune in. Uh, also going to be talking about the uh, the new news regarding to Hideo Kojima partnering with Microsoft and a whole lot more. So tune in here at the Gamers for Life podcast. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Gamers for Life podcast for each and every Friday slash Saturday discussing all things games. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrell. With me is my co-host, Arthur Thomas. What's up, my guy? Nothing much. Uh, realizing I forgot to lint roll my shirt because these fucking cats, but uh, whatever. <laughs> all good. Hey, good to be uh, in person recording uh with you and then of course we got my man church in the building yeah <laughs> it feels good feels good i think this is the first time i actually been on the couch the infamous couch that is that is true that is true so welcome my friend uh, for having me. yeah of course man of course um yeah happy to have you here we got a bunch of shit to talk about and then obviously a lot of stuff around overwatch so i'm glad that you and arthur um you know were able to contribute Put all our minds together for all this, all this crazy news. You know, it's crazy. There's some weeks where it's like, oh, like, you know, a couple of things happen. Let's talk about it. And then there's others where it's like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> I still, I still remember that one week where it's like, I think we were missing each other. Like, man, it might be a slow week. And like next morning, uh, Xbox bought Activision Blizzard for like $69 billion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that was our literally text scroll. It was like, might be, yeah, man, it might be a slow week. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Next morning, us bull sharing the link. What the fuck? Right, yeah. And then I remember like church was like, bro, I was like driving or, or I forgot what happened as far as when you find that out. You're like, I'll send it to everybody. Like it's just like a wild <laughs> Dude, I, I, I think I woke up at like four AM and saw the news and had to send it out to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> crazy stuff, crazy stuff. So if you are watching this, hello. And I, sorry that there hasn't been so many other videos. Just trying to get some quality together here for the podcast. But it nevertheless, hello, we have bunch of videos here in the YouTube channel. So be sure to like and subscribe here. Click the notification bell so you can be updated on the episodes for when they release. Plan to do some more in-person video episodes. So be sure to check that out. Arthur also does the streaming for uh, on the channel as well. And uh, it was funny when uh, uh, you, me, and uh, or, or Arthur, myself, and Ivan, we did a did a Best Buy run. We had a had an emergency. We had to go do the Best Buy. <laughs> I... <laughs> I think I've I think since I've owned an Xbox One to my Series X, I think I've gone through I think I've officially hit a baker's dozen of controllers I've fucking gone through. Wow. I have with a which I have the worst luck. Like so with my last controller, the up started working almost mid match of Overwatch. Me and Victor and Ivan were playing Overwatch and also we're ready to queue and i scrolled down to look at something i couldn't go back up and i'm like oh okay and then i did the whole xbox home settings and like in, in xbox you're able to test like see if your buttons work you're able to configure it to see like in the they call it like what the, the control labs or accessory lab thing yeah, yeah. yep up wasn't working oh shit so <laughs> and then and then when we we're at best buy i was mentally only planning on only buying a controller but i forgot fuck my headset broke the last week too because oh, yeah. it, it broke yeah. on it broke the ears and I think it's we were talking how like when I when I buy a new headset I need to see if there's like sizes or something because I yeah, think that the, one like how broke. far does it expand I have yeah. a I have yeah. a big I have a big head like we we're talking about it like my Rams hat I got at SoFi 
is an extra large and they have the size on it and that still doesn't like really fit me comfortably so i think with with i will say this so the last headset i had it was the snuggest of all the headsets i think just after years of it slowly being pushed out yeah both on both the plastic hinges so it was dangling and I just couldn't do it. But I will say this, but the new headset I have, twenty like twenty five bucks is one of their Turtle Beaches. Comfiest one I've had. Nice. Well so, good. Well good to hear. I remember too we were talking about uh Boyfriend Dungeon. You were streaming that. Yeah. And uh I, I first off I thought it was videos that it was recommending me. I was like, why is it recommending me this? Cause it was like this bad different thumbnail art. I was like, Oh, that's our channel. <laughs> who, why, who, why is YouTube recommending me like this anime version of Salt Bay with, with, his, with his abs and a red sword? Yeah, so I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, be sure to check out. And then we have video, we have audio episodes as well. But, but as far as for everything connected to Gamers for Life, if you want to see just everything related to us, go to linktree.com forward slash gamers for life, the number four life. So you can just get updated on all the stuff uh, as far as for our channel and just our brand, everything Gamers for Life. And uh, here at the Games for Life podcast, we read the news while you can watch or listen to what you choose by clicking on the links, the time codes within the description of the episode so you can be updated on the specific part of the show that you want to check out. Or you can just hang out with us here at the Gamers for Life podcast, and you definitely want to for this episode, because by golly, a lot of stuff we're going to talk about here. But we're going to start off with the Microsoft conference, um, which is one of the main pieces of news that uh you know that occurred last week before we get into the deep dive of each game uh that we care about uh <laughs> uh tell me about your initial impressions of the conference how did you like it how did you feel it was comparative to the playstation state of play even though that might not be a fair comparison but nevertheless just general impressions uh, i'll start with you church what do you think um yeah so my initial impressions of this conference is um it was solid i thought it was a really good uh great conference for me uh, i i'm new to the xbox ecosystem well, i just returned again with the series x i i had the original xbox so this conference for me it it, it answered the questions that i was looking for because the primary reason i got the series x was the promise of game pass mm. and with the delays of starfield and redfield redfall i was yeah. wondering like what am i going to get like, should I keep my subscription services? And they gave me that roadmap. So for me, I was like, this is awesome. And I think um, it targeted it's uh, the audience, my demo, the people that wanted to know. So I thought it was a pretty solid overall. Nice. Nice. What, what about you, Arthur? Uh, yeah, definitely Game Pass. Uh, uh, I have kept our tradition live drill. I watched it last. I watched recording of it. I didn't watch it live uh, because it was Sunday morning and I don't do mornings unless I have to. Right. Uh, via work. <laughs> uh, so I, I watched. I watched record. I watched. You know, I watched it last night on IGN uh, via pizza and beer. Mm, so nice. that was that was fun. And yeah, it was definitely like like said y'all like like uh, like I was predicting like oh the phrase Game Pass was everywhere. Right. And I definitely liked the theme. I definitely liked, like like Church was saying the, the the roadmap. That was like the theme of the whole show of like the next twelve months. Because mm-hmm. I think that's one thing. Because one thing, like you're like you're like a two point drill. You're saying like either A this year or B. Like what? Like what's coming now? Yeah. And the Xbox is like everything we're gonna fucking All show you. <laughs> everything, All this stuff, Jarrell. So shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> everything we're gonna show you is either is is it, everything they showed us is coming within twelve months, and then the vast, vast, vast majority of it, uh, Game Pass and or X Cloud. Yeah. Um, as a showcase as a whole, I think they have a new record of the pre-counter 
Because, you know, I always, 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 always bitch of how, like, showcases have, like, an hour-long countdown timer. Oh, yeah. Why was this one a three-hour fucking counter? <laughs> I, I almost immediately, because we had a group chat going for, the, you know, of course, for the recording today and other shit, but I almost immediately put in the recording. I'm taking a stance. I'm not walking, watching this fucking showcase when I saw the IGN video of it was seven hours. I'm like, fuck, yeah. dude, I'm fucking YouTubing, like, top ten shit. That's it. I'm not fucking watching And it. I feel bad for those guys, too, because they, they have to talk about anything for seven hours prior to the fucking... <laughs> Yeah. Probably just to get the engagement, get the people that are on the actual like app or whatever or on YouTube channel. So it's like, God, like their jobs suck. So <laughs> the actual, the actual only like showcase, showcase, like heart of it was like hour, hour and a half, two hours. There was post show stuff or the, the extended thing. And they're like I said the three hour thing. So like I said, if you like if you like say if you want to catch it, and if your video is is longer than let's say two hours, you're gonna have a big pre show thing, and there's like some post show stuff in there. But again, for me, again when I when I looked up the IGN video because they're just my go to, I was like seven hours. <laughs> right. But no. Right. But but like I said, I did love the I did love the show. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I thought it was a really solid uh, conference. I don't think it was their best conference, just compared to because they've had a lot of great conferences over the years. Yeah, wow. but I think this is a pretty solid conference. It definitely gave me the roadmap, like you said, Church, as far as for you know what's coming this year. You know, if you have Game Pass, a whole lot. Right, mm. a whole um, lot of shit's coming. You know, a whole lot of stuff is coming. Uh, whether or not it's crazy, like highly anticipated stuff different conversation but in general there are there's going to be a lot of stuff for you to dabble with game pass so once again they show the value of game pass and to keep people on the app to keep people subscribed you know and for me like i'm not the biggest fan of subscriptions and all this stuff i try to make it very lean necessary like i feel like some of the most valuable subscriptions are hbo max our YouTube uh, premium because I fucking hate commercials <laughs> and Game Pass because it's like even if I'm not using Game Pass to have access to all those games, it just it literally makes sense. It does make sense for you not to have it. You know what I mean? So yeah. they, they, once again, they've shown that value. Um, I know we're going to go into the details of some of the games. I would say obviously one of the biggest things has been the Overwatch uh, uh, announcement of the beta that's going to be happening this year, which you absolutely called church. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well I'll take done. my roses now. Because <laughs> I, I think it was the episode where I was I was cursing out uh, just life as far as for what's going out 2022. Mm. And at the end of the episode, you're like, you know, I have a hand. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but pretty pretty hear something about Overwatch too week right after you know? yeah <laughs> so kudos to you my friend um but yeah i thought it was a sol- i thought it was very <laughs> solid and then um when it comes to starfields uh i was excited about that i know we're gonna get into deep the, the deep dives but seeing some more gameplay around it uh i did like and then i did like it seems like they're really trying to i mean obviously this is like it's kind of the outside looking in and i know there's a lot of there's a lot of trauma around Bethesda and Todd Howard, but uh, as far as for the initial attempt of what it seems like they're trying to do, I'm, I'm respecting it. It seems like they're trying to go into the deep dive of, you know, NPCs are back, you know, having a, having like these in-depth conversations with other people, different, you know, missions for you to access and then going into the deep dives of detailing as far as like, Oh, you can customize your ship. Like that is 
awesome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's like some of the stuff that I've wanted when I was a kid when I played. You're like, man, what does it make a thing where I can just customize my ship and fly around? You know, right. <laughs> like I was saying that stuff like to my brother when I was like eight, nine, ten years old. So being able to see that stuff come into fruition now, um, very exciting. So, and like I said, Arthur, I'm going to be terribly gullible with Starfield. Um, you know, and, and you are right, Arthur, as far as like, I don't know why companies still say like 25 years in the making. Like, that's not good. That's not good. No. To <laughs> that, that sounds like a lot of back and forth and decisiveness. Uh, you know, I can say like, again, like we said, for me, I'm still on the stable of a game being advertised, like advertised as a potential good thing of like, this game's been 15 years in the making. That's, those are nothing but red flags to me now. Yeah. They're yeah. nothing but red flags to me of like, cause that makes me think how many studios, how many studios have had a hand on it. Um, you know, there's definitely, when it comes to games, there's definitely too many cooks in the kitchen. Like we saw like alien, like, you know, go back to aliens, colonial, colonial Marines, as much shit as that game got, that game went through 10 fucking studios yeah. before it came to launch. Yeah. And like, th- that's not a coincidence that a be- that game that had 10 fucking studios was in the making forever had a bad launch. So, so again, so like we said, and then, Oh, Hey, it's been in the making for like 10 plus years. Cautious. Those are cautious things for me to look at. I'm I'm more positive because you know, like another game that had that ten year mark was FF Seven Remake, mm. and that killed it. Like I, that was well worth the wait. Um, but we definitely have those horror stories too as well. So it's like, and some of it is the nature of the business too. Like sometimes it's like it's it's an uncontrollable thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they didn't want this to happen this long, mm-hmm. so they tried to spin it into some marketing nonsense. But it's like. You know, for 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 the gamers that are like, you know, like we're very cognizant and like intelligent. I'm like, okay, like we know what that means, like, and that's kind of scary. Like, like it, we can't, like they can't blame us for being nervous when we hear a phrase like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, and the main and the main thing for me before we go into the list here is just the the sheer fact of you know when we hear it, when we hear 25 years in the making or whatever, that means that you know different business things happen, things close, things merge, then they have to redo shit because technology. So there's huge R and D costs, you know. So when you have something like The Last Guardian where it's like 10 years in the making and then you play the game and you're like, this is like 10 years old looking, <laughs> yeah. you know, so at least Starfield is looking good. Um, and, and thank God for uh, for Phil Spencer, you know, I was going to say, if you're if you're a fish, I say, man, what's well, Todd Howard? Yeah, I was saying, yeah, I dude, know, if you're going to be like, thank God for Todd Howard. Like, Fuck you. Like, like, stop recording. Stop recording right now. No, <laughs> yeah, no, dude. no, no, no. Dude, no, if you, yeah. yeah. If you're gonna say that, I was like, no, nah, I'm out. No, 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 Phil Spencer, bro. Fuck Phil that. Spencer. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't trust. Uh, I don't trust uh, Todd Howard as much as any, uh, you know, phone call I get that I don't recognize the number. Damn. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Phil, Phil Spencer. Uh, he's been very, like, he's. Yeah. He's, he's just great. He's just, he has some of the best emotional intelligence as far as like a, from like a business perspective and like really understanding like his customers. But anyway, he's a gamer. He's a, he is a gamer. And most importantly, before yeah. he did all that shit, he was a gamer. He understands the gamer. So let's dive into this. Um, the first thing, Redfall. It's funny because that was one of the games that I missed because I was driving to my to like a doctor's appointment as this stuff was happening. Wow. But, priority. um, wow. Priorities. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Having a life. I was getting my booster. I was getting my second booster, guys. Um, but uh, Church, tell me a little bit about Redfall as far as like the, the stuff that you saw then. It's like, give me your thoughts on the game. What do you, like, are you super more excited for it? And what are some of the things you're excited for? Around it? Um, so when it comes to Redfall, I thought it was a very interesting way for them to start the showcase 
because last year's showcase, this was the last game they revealed. And this is now they starting it with it. And it's the first time we're seeing gameplay. I love Arcane. I love Dishonored. Um, Deathloop, I'm looking forward to. Haven't played it yet. Waiting for it to come on Game Pass. So when I saw Redfall, it, it hit the marks for me. When they, um, the game looks really good. I think it's one of the better looking games visually that Xbox has. I think Arcane, the way they do things with graphics, it just looks really nice. You got that AAA feel mm. as opposed to like an indie looking game. Um, and it looks pretty solid. I'm interested in the story. Uh, the team confirmed that it's you can play single or with your friends. Oh, that's and it has awesome. that single player narrative story that you use from like a Dishonored or Prey. Um, so I like they what they informed me of is everything I wanted it to be. The game looks fun. Um, in terms of sh- the shooting, I mean, it's. I'm not expecting it to be Doom. I expect it to be like Prey or like Deathloop. Mm. So I'm not looking for like that moment to moment action. But the the powers look really cool. Oh. Um. So I, and I'm digging the music too. So it. I'm like, okay, we starting off strong. So I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Oh, uh, just, you got hold on to it because it, it it uh moves it. Yeah. My yeah. bad. What what are your what are your thoughts on? Did you get to check out the Redfall? Stuff? Yeah. No. Yeah. What, no, what, 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 what are your thoughts? I saw. It. I liked it. Uh, this is a game. I remember last time we were here when we were here at this time last year, and I was like, oh, there was a one vampire game. I couldn't remember. They're gonna do it. I was like excited for it. This was a game. Yeah, this was a game okay. they showed at the end. They, like, like Church said, this was a game they showed at the end. I'm like, cool, cooperative, Left for Dead kind of feel, but with classes and vampires. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Because um, like I said, for me, this 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 is like definitely Xbox's lane. Like I said, um, there are course exceptions, there's course exceptions, but again, as a whole, I still say Sony has a narrative focus. Xbox more than ever with with Game Pass and especially cross platform that Game Pass promotes. Um, Xbox's lane is definitely cooperative stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this and you know and for me I'm the techie guy. I, the second I see a turret or a robot or a friend or a pet or a companion, I'm like that's my fucking class. Right. No, I want the gadget guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's that's my thing. I'm the hunter in Warcraft. I'm the hunter in Warcraft. I'm always the engineer and anything. That's my class. Nice. So I'm like cool. I'm like cool. There's there's it, it takes exactly it takes all my it takes all my boxes. First of all, my biggest box now. Game Pass, cool. Let's go. Right, it, right. So it's on Game Pass. It's cooperative. It's uh, it's cross, it's cross play. It's it's it's. I'm looking forward to it. I was already excited for it when they showed us that cinematic announcement last year. Mm-hmm. Now they showed more of it this year. You can definitely tell though. It's like, I wish to a point it wasn't the gameplay narrative thing wasn't on. It wasn't exactly like lizard people, but we still haven't got to the point where they show a gameplay trailer with a real fucking gamer. Mm-hmm. Like no one stops and goes. Oh wow! Look at the dripping blood on the roof. Oh, look what's over there. Oh, the screen like, when they have screenplays, like when people have to read lines. Yeah. And as we're watching gameplay footage, that's one of the most annoying things. Like, mm. like I'm like on and like a modern day a gamer, no one goes, "Oh, guys, there's a bloody handprint over there." Yeah. Stop everything yeah. we're doing to look at this bloody handprint. We're like, no, fuck you, want to shoot shit? Like, yeah. let's go. I think the, I think the only time they got me, only time they got me was Rainbow Six Siege when I first found out that you can shoot through walls. I was like, God damn it, that's cool. <laughs> like, I, I could I could hit the use the butt of my gun to break a wall, make a hole, and shoot through it, and then like I'm hearing their scream, like their lines. I'm like. Okay, you got me. This is this one though. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so definitely was in the full category of lizard people, but like I said, I still feel they haven't hit that organic sweet spot of like I'm watching 
I'm not saying I'm gonna say like a real game bro, but I'm just saying like I'm watching like on orga- like a person organically right and play and enjoy the game. I like, used I used to miss the e- this is why like I'm such a nostalgic person as far as E3. I miss when they would just show the screen, they'd show a guy gaming, but they would not have a spotlight on him. Yeah. <laughs> like 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 they would specifically not have a spotlight on the gamer, but you saw a guy standing with a controller. And playing, playing the, the game, game, but you saw the screen. Like I appreciated those days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but now it's this whole theatric thing, you know? Yeah, so. they're always trying to get that vertical slice to show you yeah. what everything in the game. I, I kind of like it because it's like I can see the visuals. Like, what can I expect as opposed to like you know rapid gunplay over and sure. over again? Um, but like I, I'm cool with it because I'm happy that's not a CGI trailer. Sure, like, we got sure. gameplay throughout the entire time. Yeah, so it it was just. I don't know. To me, it looked very entertaining. Take uh, way to think about it, and then I, and then you guys said too that you can play this offline too, right? They, um, I don't know about offline. Oh, okay. single player, single player. Oh, okay. so that yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. So this still might be like you still might have to connect to the servers to play online. We don't oh, know. Okay. Yeah, the offline. We don't know about offline, but they said they said single player or cooperative. Okay. I think the the distinction where they're trying to drive that it's not like a Left for Dead or Back for Blood yeah. type of experience. Like there is like a single player story from yeah. beginning oh, okay. to end. Got it. Uh, just to have that like arcane magic. So because I, I know even for like Back for Blood, that was like one of the things uh, that kind of turned me off as far as man. just like you literally. Like I feel like you. I'm, I mean, this is this just a lot to say about it. Where I was just like, I kind of don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> no, I I stopped playing. But. I stopped playing maybe like two weeks in because there's all these there's all like I said it was weird because so like just real quick like snippet of Left 4 Dead sure, snippet, sure. snippet was so in Left 4 Dead were like snippet campaigns you can play in one sitting like oh I can't think of like, like the like the, the Louisiana uh, the the, the I, I, you know I, mean? I can't, I can't yeah, think of one yeah. fucking example but you know I mean like there are snippet campaigns you can sit down one playthrough and play it Back for Blood, it was like this giant arcing thing. You're like, whoa. And again, there's all these other things. There's a million one, like, not even like bugs, just like core mechanics. Like, you couldn't kick people, which was fucking annoying. Because me and Caleb were playing, it was me and Caleb, a bot, and a rando, a random person, and they were AFK. We couldn't fucking kick them. Oh, the bots are terrible. Oh, yeah, Damn. it was bad. So, yeah. and now one thing I will say too that Church mentioned that that's, that was another theme. There was a couple major themes with this showcase. Uh, the number one thing they showed a lot. Uh, the theme was 12 months, like the roadmap. Yep. Yeah. The other major theme was Game Pass. The other, the other third theme we saw here was gameplay. They yep. kept saying how much this showcase was going to have gameplay. Uh, and we yeah, got yeah. a lot. We got a lot of gameplay from from almost, I think, almost every AAA and indie game they showed. Mm. Now, of course, there was, you know, of course, there were the handful of just cinematic, like, announcement trailers, but... There was definitely a higher ratio of gameplay this year than we've seen in like the past couple from the from from Sony and or Microsoft. Very true. Very true. Yeah. And and, and this one, I feel like um before we go to the next game, I feel like one of the things that's great and that's a great point too, Arthur. I think too also when it comes to something as, as beefy as this, it's hard to really compare it to a state of play because the past few state of plays before this last one have been just very single single video game based you like know? 30 minute 40 minutes yeah. yeah of one game you know so whether it's god war ragnarok or if it's horizon forbidden west or gran turismo 
you know, and I, and I was bitching on many episodes as far as like, they need to just give us multiple. Like you don't give us a state of play, like for, to watch something for it's one game. So I appreciate the attempt that Sony made for this, but like, this is like a traditional Microsoft conference. Like we're familiar with these, like even yep. when the E3 didn't happen and like, well, fuck E3, we're going to have a Microsoft conference. We're like, fuck yeah. You know, like, and they give us all these great games, like a gameplay. So they just, they, they, I'm just, I, I appreciate that level of consistency and quality. You know what I mean? So, but, and uh, but I'll oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll say, and the announcement real quick down, you know, rolling it back a few weeks or a few months, the announcement of E3 not happening this year to Xbox announcing they're still having a showcase was super quick. Yes. I want to say it was less than a week. Like if Monday we found out there's no E3 Friday was boom, there's going to be a conference. It and was it, a, it was a really quick turnover times of announcements. Very true. And incredibly calculated too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm almost certain that like Phil Spencer or whoever, whoever is a part of his, like who he's managing as far as like directly. Right. Like I'm sure he was like, we need to have a conference. Like I'm sure we like, what do we have? Where are we at? Does it make sense for us to have a conference? Yes. Let's get it out there now, you know? And then obviously an international thing because the, 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 the two days after that, there is the extended conference basically just showing like how people responded in Spain and all this other stuff. So like, it's kind of cool, you know? So yeah, absolutely. It was very much knee jerk. Like, Okay, they're not doing any three. Let's fucking hit them where it hurts, you know. <laughs> yeah, they, Microsoft. Yeah, like no, like no. For, for me, again, as a, as a Microsoft guy, but also as, as someone that's been watching this as a company, especially under Phil Spencer's drive. Again, no, like no. To me, like no shocker that Xbox came to play. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so the next the next thing here, there's a couple of other games. I don't know how excited you guys are, are about these, but you got oh. ha- Hollow Knight Silk Song. Oh yeah, just let me know when I can go. <laughs> let me know when I can oh, go. Oh, oh, you, oh, you're good to go, man. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. so so this is the point where I lost my shit in the showcase because mm. I love Hollow Knight. It's my favorite Metrovania. Oh like, wow! Like that game it, for the value, I think it was like eight dollars. I bought it for, and you get like sixty hours for it. Wow. And it, it just the game has so many layers. I've been waiting for this game for years really yeah and so when i saw this i knew microsoft was not going to pull any punches for this and they really spoke to the diversity of the games they're going to show in the showcase because i feel like sometimes like my xbox is kind of samey it's always like a first person shooter um you know like it's always dark and gloomy but hollow knight was really cool i think this is a big win for xbox because i think when it was first announced it was exclusive for nintendo switch Mm. now it's day one of game pass so i'm excited the game looks amazing i I just i lost my shit at this fucking point i'm like i can't can't wait to play this but no fucking release date (laughs) really they (laughs) are team cherry does not have a release date it's one of those few games that's not in the 12 month window because this happened before uh what's her name uh sarah bond comes out on stage Uh, yeah does that thing but uh i'm excited for it so i saw this i think this is a w uh fantastic uh so they didn't even give us like they didn't even say like 2023 or anything like that they just said coming sometime (laughs) Uh, yeah sometime sometime no release date just day one on game pass oh when it comes yeah it just it looks amazing so i I just uh i fucking love it it looks like a quality game too man i mean i'm not i'm not too familiar with this so i'm I'm glad you're on the the show talking about this uh but for this to be a game a, a day one game pass title i mean definitely it seems like a w what were your what were your thoughts on this one arthur Did, it made me want to play hollow knight hollow knight mm. for many reasons was on my back burner of games um you know upside down south game pass there's like a you know a plethora of like to do's when it comes to gaming yeah uh but this one put it this one definitely put on my put on my radar that i need to get back and do like do hollow knight mm-hmm. um so real, real quick uh church so oh so did you play ori 
Ori, yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Did you play the sequel to Ori? No, also okay. my back burner. So, I have it downloaded right so now. So Ori, the first game was amazing, but yes. you played the sequel. They changed like the core systems of how you can fire in that game, and it's completely inspirational from Hollow Knight. Uh, like you can, and that's what makes Ori: Will of the Wisps so great because it they took the inspiration from Hollow Knight and it's added it to the system. It's like it's one of the best indie games you can play. Hollow Knight, if wow. you like Metrovania, it's a Metrovania Souls like. It's it's just really fucking good. <laughs> nice. So, nice. what was your question? Sorry, I'll kind of. I'll just say. So, is this because it's not because it's not it's not Hollow Knight. It's not okay on paper. It's not physically just named Hollow Knight Two, but this is a sequel. Hollow this, Knight the, yeah, Song, this is yeah. a sequel. There was a character okay. in Hollow Knight, um, as you can see in mm. Silk Song, um, that mm. you she's I guess she's a girl bug in the game. Okay. So this is her own story that she goes off and does her own thing. So. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. You go, again because I haven't played. I haven't had a hands-on experience with Hollow Knight. That's yeah. I'm sure this is like a technically true sequel again because it wasn't you know Hollow Knight Two. You know? yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, that well, definitely another one. Looking forward to on that. Uh, so there, they another one that uh, popped up. I'm curious about you guys. You guys on this one, high on life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I think I was still. I think I was still driving. I wasn't able to, to connect to it yet. But give me you guys' thoughts on this. So, the, so, so just to read the subtitle here, high on life is the next game from Rick and Morty creator Justin Roiland. It's a Squanch Games, and it's going to be launching this year. But uh, give me your thoughts, Arthur. Uh I can't wait. Uh, I've seen a lot of trailers for their last game uh-huh. of, I think it was called like Bobby saves the world or something like that. Uh, and from what I saw, like playthroughs or whatever on that game, it looked hilarious. It looked great. Kind of like almost to me, like I'm, I'm like South park. Like it was an experience. Yeah. Like it was a fun game. Like it, it, I game. It was fun, but it was also an experience, like almost an expansion of the universe. Like, you know, like just the, the writing, the script, um, so, like, again, for me as a diehard fan of South Park, I love the South Park games. So, as someone that's just now getting, getting into, like, Rick and Morty, but I've always, like, liked that type of comedy, especially that type of script. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to this a lot. Nice. Um, and, again, the fact, again, on Game Pass, I don't have to, like, potentially gamble if I like it or not with my wallet. I could be like, cool, I love it, keep playing it, or, oops, uninstall it. Yeah. But, um, again, like the Hollow Knight skill song thing. This makes me want to go back and play their last game, uh, the last game they, they, the last game they made again. I forget the name of it, but it was something like "Timmy Saves the World" or something like that. Yeah. But, but again, that type of script style and play style looks so fun. That's crazy. What were your thoughts, Church? Um, yeah, same with author. I think this game looks great. Game Pass, you know, we can talk about that value every day. It's it just the reason to try it out. I think this was a great game for uh, Xbox to show. It comes out this fall. So you, you, oh, you have an answer for like fall 2022. It comes out in October. Mm. Um, I think visually it looks amazing. I love Rick and Morty. So I'm already oh, yeah. there for the comedy. Talking Guns, uh, it's a pretty looking game. I'm there. Like high on life. Like let's go. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. It's funny, man. Like just to dive into Rick and Morty, but I'm very, I'm super behind. But- but just me like point like watching some of the the past uh, early seasons like so that comedy is so funny like I love yeah. when I love when uh, when uh, Rick is like uh, he's like finger like giving everyone yeah, the finger and everyone's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> look Morty they love it yeah yeah and then like Morty gets like a barbarian arm like yeah. and he's like he's like killing everyone that like did it wrong I'm like this is fucking brilliant it's like, great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, aesthetic so. aesthetically it kind of reminded me or at least some of the characters of the guns it um it, it gave me like sunset overdrive vibes mm. it gave me oddwood vibes yeah. 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 yeah that's what it gave me yeah uh, uh, but I'll, i see the sunset yeah 
Nice. Yeah, like nice. just something about just the goopy round. I don't like. I feel like I feel like Sunset. The Sunset Overdrive was really predominant with goop and yeah. orange and big eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a lot of that in this trailer. So <laughs> if, if, if we were playing Pictionary, I probably would have guessed Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. <laughs> that was goop. Um. So the next thing here, maybe slightly controversial. Um. Uh, we gotta discuss it. I see so you're scrolling over. You know, Arthur, I, I'm going to have to ask you this one first. Uh, so for, you know, as 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 high of a pedestal that we put Microsoft and Phil Spencer on as far as for these Game Pass acquisition access of games, you know, first it was like, oh, EA, get to play some of the stuff. EA, awesome. Oh, uh, fucking, you know, this game. Great. This great. So now there's this partnership uh, where there's going to be some titles from Riot Games being available on Game Pass. League of Legends, uh, Valorant, some of your favorite. <laughs> the one that you always you say, want like, all your guns blue. You, you want you want all your guns blue and Valorant? Ah, oh, just two hundred dollars. Like, because fuck you, we're ten cent. Right. Yeah. So what is that? I mean, given that, I mean, Microsoft is just like, yeah, money's money. Let's do it. Like what? Like was that was that a I, my, slash? So, was that a little bit of a punch to your side? You my thing was when they first showed the person from Riot Games on the showcase. Uh, again, I was, you know, enjoying my Modelo Chiladas watching this. I immediately thought, is that the guy that farts on people? Um, so for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, prior to Activision Blizzard, their lawsuit of harassment and all their crap, prior to Ubisoft and their, their sex harassment lawsuit and all their crap, prior to that was Tencent. Yeah, and right. Well, more more specifically, Riot Games, as uh, I think it's home. Uh, well, one of their one of the things that was in their core document, there was even one executive that was notorious for just walking around, walking around like walking around the offices and just farting in people's faces. Yeah. So yeah. when I showed that guy from Riot Games on TV, is like, is that the fucking farter asshole? So that was just on the back of my head when I was seeing this. I'm like, God, fucking damn it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's good. I mean, if you're a fan of Riot Games, good news. You got all the characters from uh. Uh, League of Legends. How's it going, man? Nice suit. Sub Ivan. Uh, <laughs> um, so you get all the you get the characters from League of Legends. You get the characters from Valorant. Yeah. Um, TFT. So uh, yeah. those are the only two games of theirs I know actively. Just what? Eh. Yeah, like if I could get like just some of how I thought of that that part of the showcase, I was like, again, good. This is good news for those that are fans of that series. But for me, my I have a collective meh just for that just that portion of the showcase. Makes sense. What what, what are your what are your thoughts, uh, Church? I think this is good news. Um, I think there's incredible value. Um, I everything the author says with the riot culture. I know some people that work there, and they've spoke on the changes, so they have changed. But okay. Riot Games coming to Game Pass, incredible value. Yeah. Literally talking thousands of dollars just with your subscription. It's kind of hard to beat. It's it's free. Um, I'm excited to see this extend into the future. Um, th- there is the rumors of a Riot fighting game coming out. You know hmm. whether it would be with League characters or Valorant characters. So I'm excited to see if that comes to Game Pass day one too. So I think this is a good partnership. I think it's a smart one to keep the PC players happy. Yeah, um, it's good. I I would love to have seen an Ubisoft because I'm more of a console gamer. But we got some type of partnership this showcase. Um, I, I think it's pretty solid. You know, Riot's a 
it's a big deal. I, so. I, I will say too, um, and I'm glad I'm glad we're I'm glad we're getting some some different viewpoints here as well on this. I, I will say, as far as for this move, I feel like it's a huge W for PC players, like you said. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Since obviously these are you know initially games that are played on PC and being able to play on Game Pass for PC, like makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? From from a business standpoint, it's like, let's just, let's try to get those customers on our app since they're on PC anyway. You know what I mean? So it's like from a monetary perspective, it makes a lot of sense. Um, You know, as far as for those games, probably won't play because of my, you know, personal conflictions, but, or just, just things that I'm, that I'm interested in, not interested in, but I think it's a smart move. So yeah, I would have to agree with you on, on that. Definitely. Um, did you guys ever play the the Plague Tale series? Because there's another game right before this one that they announced. Yeah, they do have the original one. It's mm-hmm. on Game Pass right now. If you guys want to play it, mm-hmm. um, haven't had the chance, but I've known a few folks that rave about it. Um, so I, I do want to, you know, dip my toe into the original. But the sequel game looks just incredible. I mean, visually, it, it looks like a triple A game. It's like, yo, this is another example of. Uh, Microsoft showing the versatility in a game that's visually interesting in terms of fidelity. Um, I think the gameplay looks sharp. I-, I love stealth games, so I'm always looking for something that can scratch that itch, whether it be like a Metal Gear Solid, a Splinter Cell. So for this one, it's medieval, sneaking around most of the time. You do have some heavy combat focus, and just the the rats just look incredible. I mean, this is. This is what we want Xbox to go in terms of showcasing just games and 4K that just can draw you in. So I'm excited for this one. Nice, nice. Uh, what about you, Arthur? Um, I'm not sure if it was this game, but one real quick, one thing I'll say because you mentioned how this was right on par with the Xbox showcase and a lot of gameplay. One thing I'll say too, again, to again, I'm not sure what this this game is the example, but there are a lot of it there was a lot of gameplay they showed saying that this was this was recorded in, on an xbox series x yep. oh, which really? again which again towards the gameplay stuff i think is game more transparent because i because drill like you know you, you know you know and church i'm sure you know too like in past years people are like hey how come this doesn't look like what we saw and it's like oh secretly that was recorded on like a you know fucking like multi-thousand dollar fucking pc gaming rig yeah and like oh this doesn't look like the 360 why is that <laughs> right uh but they but again i'm not sure what? if it was this game but a lot of them did show like oh this is recorded on series x and the reason i thought that just because i remember the font was red i think <laughs> i just remember this game <laughs> What's up? You know, I was just saying, like, that brings a good question. It's like, these all games are shown on the most powerful console, like, it's a Series X. I'm curious to see what this is going to look like on the Series S. You know, that's a kind of a caveat that you have to you have to take in with this showcase. It's mm-hmm. like, this is running on the best console they have to provide. So, uh, I think you bring up a good point, Arthur, about, like, you know, it's cool that they have that transparency, but the footage is, like, hindered that maybe if you have a Series S, it's not necessarily going to look like this. Mm. Yeah, I think Gerald's Gerald's definitely be right in his prediction that that console's going to get phased out very soon. Yeah. Um, Something, you know, we've mentioned in the past, I'm sure we'll continue to mention, is, you know, with the expansion of xCloud, um, you know, getting past that barrier of cost or consoles it's like with with the power of where the series x uh series x is going and with the potential of x cloud like drell said we probably will see and like to your point too of like hey this was recorded on a series x not a series s yeah we'll probably see that console phased out soon exactly exactly um definitely there my thoughts uh yeah, on that as well. So, do you think they'll have? Uh, I doubt it because it's like a core function of the game. Uh, <laughs> but do you think? Do you think? Uh, as we mentioned, how 
in the past, like accessibility is becoming a thing. Do you think they'll have like almost not a, an apples apples, but exact like whatever the equivalent of like a rap phobia setting is for this game? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they have the ability to do so. Yeah. If they're like yeah. old bunnies or something, yeah, like, that'll be kind of funny. Dude. No, oh, those those are like the cheat codes back in the day for games. It's like telling the rats to bunnies. Oh, but it, that would be so amazing to add to these games. <laughs> they're like screaming. <laughs> hey, man, you said medieval. Now you got bunnies. Dude, I, w- I can't wait for someone to mod this game as like Monty Python, the Holy Grail. I'm like, right. it's just a little, it's just a wee bunny to have it. <laughs> yeah, I can always see a PC. Yeah. Like, I'm going to fuck with this game, put bunnies in it. Dude, I still, I still love the joke of like, oh, Sony announced it. Sony announced it. It's game as is game lineup coming <laughs> coming to PC modders twenty four hours later Shrek as Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, so on the next thing here, uh, I thought this was interesting. I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts. Forza Motorsport. So it was announced for 2023, an extended look at the details uh, of the classic Forza series. Uh, any of you guys excited about that? No, I'm not excited. <laughs> I mean. I, I'm not. I haven't been into racing games for a long time. I mean, I know these like oh, 4K, it's ray tracing. It just does not move the needle for me. I like. I'm rooting for Xbox. It looks better than Gran Turismo, I guess. So uh, I'm more excited for the Hot Wheels expansion for Horizon. I might spend the twenty dollars just to try to, <laughs> you know, because it looks amazing. Like there's like big like uh, Hot Wheels pieces in the sky, so that, that looks cool. But this game, I'm. No, I don't care about it. It just looked okay. I think they could have done better to showcase it, but I felt like car fanatics, I think they love it. So, yeah. Wow. I was like slightly confused. I was like, Forza Motorsport. I was like, so like the first one, but so better I, looking. So, <laughs> so because yeah, it's not a seven, right? Yeah, yeah I didn't, yeah. I didn't even it's catch like that. Continuation. Yeah. So, yeah. so I've not, I've and I have a theory about that. So I've and I, I've and I recently got into Forza Horizon Five. Uh, give that a try, just real quick. Put this way, if you put this way, game. if you're not caps, if you're not, if you're not, if you, if you, for me, for me, when it comes to Forza Horizon Five. If you're not captured immediately into like the first ten minutes of the game, the game's not for you. Okay. The game does kick off immediately. It's like somehow, somehow for a racing game, they made like a quote unquote story. But uh, okay, but okay, but back to the right, it's not numbered. So hold on, let me. I want to like challenge that because I okay. played Horizon Five and it's the first ten minutes are great, man. You, it gives mm-hmm. you the music. It couldn't get online multiplayer to work at all. Really? really? I've been trying to play with my little brother. Oh, and shit. I've been playing games for years and I'm oh. trying to tell him how to do it with the phone. I couldn't get it to work. It, it, did you get it to work? Was that the big, yeah, that was just, yeah, we just invited. Was that maybe like when the game first came out? Maybe it, that's something that they had to do an update for? I mean, I tried in November. I tried again in like throughout the months. Oh, shit. Still couldn't figure it out. It's not user PlayStation? friendly. PlayStation? Oh, no. It's a yeah, yeah. It's Xbox. So, to me... It's like, usually my go-to. PlayStation? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, so, just, we just... Yeah, do the, it's... A, yeah. we, it we, kicked up. <laughs> we, we, we just do the classic... We just do the classic invite part of the game. And Same. It works. I don't wow. know. We just, just crazy. We have any problems with that. No, I could not get it to go. The, so. the only slight issue we had that reminded me of GTA is that sometimes... It was not every time, but sometimes, like, let's say we do a race... Like we're in a group, we're like a crew or convoy, is it convoy as they called it? Mm-hmm. Is like when we finish the race, sometimes someone get re- removed from the convoy, 
or like oh, and the reason I, the reason I say like GTA is GTA is fucking notorious for that. Like GTA oh, Online yeah. is like notorious if you guys finish a cooperative mission, yeah. poof, the party's gone. You have to take another tw- like fifteen minutes to connect to the fucking server. Yeah. But that was server wise, network issue wise, that was the only thing we noticed with Forza Horizon Five was after you would finish a mission or a race, someone or if not the the convoy group was dispersed. But um, so that was our thing. So I like Forza Horizon Five. I'm looking forward to this Lego expansion. Um, I like the game. Where there's a Lego expansion? Uh, the the Lego Forza? thing. Oh, Hot, yeah, Wheels, Hot, Wheels. Hot Wheels. Sorry, okay. I mixed it up oh, because because okay. because uh, the Lego expansion was, the Lego expansion was Forza Horizon Four. Uh, Lego okay. Lego came to Forza Horizon Four. Hot Wheels is coming to Forza Horizon Five. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to my thing of I I have a theory of why this is called a motorsport and there's no number. For Forza Motorsport or Forza Seven. Uh, was rem- is rem- it was removed from the store because they lost their contract f- uh, and the rights to the formula stuff. Mm. So like Ivan, like so because Ivan, because we got so I got Ivan back. I got Ivan in Forza Horizon Five. He wanted to go back and try the track one because you know we're biased, but the Long Beach Grand Prix is in the game. Yeah. So he went to go do it, and it's not on the st- it's n- it's not in the store. And okay. we're like, that's weird. I was like, I was like, maybe you can't find it because you know when you search stuff, it brings up all the add-ons. We're like, hey, maybe we can't find the game. No, you can't. Like if you have it downloaded now, maybe it's working for you, but as recently as we checked like last week, you still, you cannot download Forza, Forza seven from this store. Hmm. So we think my theory is this isn't numbered. It's to become, it's because I feel like it's almost like an update. This is like to me, 7.5 just because again, Forza seven, you can't download from the store right now. Yeah. And it it, it doesn't give you a reason just says like unavailable or some shit. Right. So like I said, our theory is we think because Forza seven got taken down, the reason this is a numbered is because it's, in my opinion, a truly not Forza 8. It's an interesting observation. You might be right. So, yeah, curious to see. And then this one, okay, yeah, coming out next year. So, let's have to see what's happening on that. And then, obviously, all things Microsoft, you got good old Flight Simulator 40th anniversary. That bring a tear to your eye, Arthur, in a year. You probably play more than all of us. As far as Flight Mark- Simulator? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I love flying games. Mm-hmm. I love flying games. I love Ace Combat. Um, uh, I've done that's the Scott, the Sky Odyssey game that was for PS2. Sky Odyssey game that was a good, just relish game of if you like flying for the joy of flying, you like that game. But Microsoft Flight Simulator, I've never really dabbled it because that was always a PC thing. Mm. And since it's on the console, I have really haven't, I still haven't really dabbled with it. Okay. I have, however, downloaded Wingman, <laughs> which is an Ace Combat like game mm. on Game Pass. <laughs> so, oh, okay. so I, remember like, you, I remember you talking about it before. So I assume you've played it. it no, I just I looked. I've, I've looked a lot into it. I've I've done, I've looked a lot into it. I just never got my hands onto it. Like for example, last year with the Game Awards, when it was when it was like nominated for the best simulator, I'm like they mapped the fucking world. Yeah, we're like they so obviously if, would get. It. <laughs> so if, they, if if like if this loses as a simulator game when they, when you can simulate the world on a one to one scale. They this better win that fucking category. Yeah, so you, you, you kind of yeah, it's kind of a cheat code, but <laughs> um, but and it's funny. And we're you know to the pre-recording, we were once again shitting on uh, shitting on Halo uh, Halo Infinite real quick. So with with uh, Microsoft celebrating its fourth anniversary, they uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator announcing its fourth anniversary. There's the new Pelican Halo update. And people are like, "Yo, why are we getting why are we getting more Halo DLCs for other games than the actual Halo?" Yeah, <laughs> I get, yeah, I can see people being like, "Thanks." It was funny. I remember on the conference they're like, "Microsoft's oldest franchise," and I was like, 
flight simulator <laughs> and then it came up i was like oh, oh okay <laughs> i i will say this if you haven't played it or if you honestly wonder at like how real it is there i'm sure there's a, a statistic but a lot of people like private like private citizens that have got their own license like a lot of them say they like got their feet wet with with microsoft flight simulator yeah like my high school i remember my high school science teacher he was working to get his license and he like flew like a little one engine cessna i don't know cessna is the only like little plane i know <laughs> uh <laughs> through like all this shit uh whatever so so yeah like i said so in terms of like again simulation like i said it's up there with people that have got their actual fucking like private flying like uh flying license nice well, uh, did you have any thoughts church um yeah i'm just disinterested in this game like i got google earth at the end of the day um, i think it's a wonderful tech achievement but this is where like the showcase just dragged for me i just yeah. i mean the halo pelican was cool i'm not gonna download it and play it right i mean if if you like flight simulator i guess they had a lot more stuff um and i think they even went more in depth in the extended showcase about like this planes are going to add to so um they went to like the smithsonian um with like i guess it was like paris lily and they really went into depth about everything about to bring to the game for the next couple months so mm. if you love the game you about to eat but i am just disinterested <laughs> yeah yeah i probably do agree with you on that as well now arguably the biggest thing that happened in the showcase where i was like God damn it, Church was right. Uh, Overwatch 2. Um, and it's crazy when I first saw some of the clippings of like when they played that trailer, I was like, no. <laughs> no! As I was driving, about to crash. Um, <laughs> so Overwatch 2, just to read this little blurb here on IGN, or Polygon. Uh, Blizzard Entertainment announced Sunday that Overwatch 2 will be released uh, in October with Junker Queen as its new playable hero. It'll be free to play when it launches. Early access begins October fourth. Um, crazy stuff, man. Church, you got to you got to start this one off, man. Yeah, you're the one who um, called it. Called I called it. it like the last time I did the podcast. I was like fall twenty twenty two, Overwatch two. I see the in the stars. It's, it's going to happen. Um, the planets aligned. I was jumping up and down as soon as I saw this on the screen. I was like, yes, I, I got it right with my prediction. I am a big fan of Overwatch. Yeah. So I've been waiting for the sequel for a long time, and I'm excited. It's it's coming October 4th. It's free to play. Um, the game looks good. Um, it's very similar to Overwatch 1, and I feel like you either fall on one side of the fence. Like Some people think it's not upgraded enough. Some people love that it's still true to the original game. So uh, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's launching with three new heroes, uh, Junkrat, um, uh, this other girl, and then a new support character they haven't revealed. Um, they did do an extended showcase today where they went into more depth of what you can expect. Hmm. Good news, no more loot boxes. Nice. And nice. they're adopting the battle pass you know, mantra, and I'm like, okay, I like that. There's always something for me to chase to achieve in terms of cosmetics or money. Um, visually, it looks cool. Sad news, though. Um, the PVE portion of it, which really makes it Overwatch 2 to me, doesn't launch until 2023. Ooh. So it's, what is this, fucking Halo? I mean, exactly <laughs> at this point. So it's just the multiplayer. I didn't know that because yeah. I, I was looking forward to the PVE more than the multiplayer because if, if, yeah. if I wanted Overwatch 2 multiplayer, I will just play Overwatch now, which we right. have been. Right. Well, good news is it's free to play, so it's not going to cost you anything. <laughs> yeah. And your progress from Overwatch 1 is going to transfer over to this. So you're going to oh, get a tons cool. of new maps, all, all your old cosmetics and new characters. So mm -hmm. like, I don't think 
are people really have a reason to hate it there's new pvv pvp modes in yeah. the game so and you get that uh videlic, the visual update too as well so I, i'm just i'm fucking stoked man like yeah. this shit looks awesome like i can't wait to get on my roadhog man just go kill it very nice so. very nice arthur your thoughts i so one i got back in overwatch but how so not only for how much i got back in overwatch and how i'm excited for this i'm a lot more excited than this because uh I think something that Blizzard needed was a big PR thing. I think that I, I still connect it back to the X, to Xbox purchasing Blizzard. Like if that, like because if, if like let's say if if Xbox didn't spend this near sixty nine billion dollars to overtake Blizzard, and the, it like it just ran its run its course of like just Blizzard having Cosby suites and shit like that, I really wouldn't be that hyped for a watch too. I've been like still my team fuck, fuck Blizzard. I mean, like, yeah. Tripping. And then, well, mine, okay, minus Overwatch 2, minus a good game that Blizzard's had in the past four years. Five. I'll give you five. In half a decade, name one good Blizzard game in half a decade. What did they release? I mean, besides Overwatch? Mm-hmm. This is a good question. I don't know. Diab- I don't know. Diablo Immortal? <laughs> <laughs> no. I still... Fuck that. I, I still love a that. subjective answer, sir. I still love that. I still love that guy of like, I still love that guy of like, is this an early April Fool's joke? What is this? Oh, you guys doing phones? Fuck you. Yeah, 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 <laughs> but so, but again, so for, again, for because like, again, like me getting back in Overwatch and, and this, like I said, because I just did not want to play a Blizzard game. That just, it was like, I didn't like their content. I didn't like the quality of their games prior as a company, as a, you know, as a company with all the crazy shit that was happening behind, behind the scenes. I didn't want to play a Blizzard game. Uh, then um, I've in the group, like we slowly go back in Overwatch. I'm enjoying Overwatch. And now I'm excited for Overwatch 2. And I will say, like, to a lot of people saying that's not, there's not enough, potentially for them, there's not enough upgrades to make this a true sequel. I mean, honestly, I'll say this. Like, when it comes to, like, classes or, like, specialist-based team multiplayers, Overwatch Overwatch is the GOAT. I mean, it fucking killed Battleborn. It's killing Paladins. Mm. I, it's, I mean, I, I, and then let's say if, like, Paladins or Rogue Legacy has a super higher player count I'm not aware of. But I still, I still feel like Overwatch is the game even now, after years, I can still go back to it and still enjoy, and still enjoy it. It's the yeah. hero shooter, man. It's yeah, the yeah. original one, man. It's the GOAT. And and so and so for Overwatch too, like like I said, I am now I am excited for this, but I feel like it, like for me, like honestly, or like again to be to be blunt, biasly, subjectively speaking, I am more excited for this because I think Blizzard has had that PR shift that they were that they were looking that they were looking for following all the like this recent summer and fall shit that came out for because of that. Mm. Interesting. I do want to add something a little bit more. Sorry if I was about to cut no, you off. Yeah, I just want to. I think it's a great move for Microsoft because eventually it will be under Microsoft's umbrella. But like this fall, in terms of shooters. I don't think we got any heavy hitters. I mean, Modern Warfare 2 is coming out, but Overwatch 2 has like a really good chance to shine, you know, yeah. against the other competition that's usually like jam-packed during this window. And it's, you know, if it's the Microsoft business model, in my opinion, it's like it's multiplayer, keep get as much players continuing to play. So it'd be a lot, it'd be a lot of fun. So you definitely read my mind. I was going to say like, this is a nice game to go to when you have people like me that 
do not care about Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Mm. And like, yeah. Especially with like the whole Battlefield 2042 nonsense where it's like, I am not going back to that game. I don't care how many updates you make or how many add-on DLCs. You guys fucked us. Um, you know, it's just, just one of those, that's just one of those bitter things where I'm like, nope, not doing it. Sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to have something like Overwatch 2, um, I think it's really cool. And then honestly, like you're always going to have people that are going to be like, there's not enough for to code a sequel. I'm like, 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 let's be honest. When it comes to people playing multiplayer games, people don't want a, a huge paradigm shift of the game being completely different. A lot of people kind of want more of the same. Just look a little nicer, a few more things and like a few more like upgrades or whatnot. And that's, that's okay. That's just how gamers are, especially when it comes to first person shooters. That's how call of duty survived the past 10 fucking <laughs> years. True, I mean, true, like, look at true. blizzard's partner, Activision, Call of Duty coming in I every mean, other Call of Duty, Halo, Counter Strike. Like, I mean, those games they have slight updates as far as the different sequels, but they're not completely different. It's just you know, and there's a reason for that. So I'm excited for this. I'm I'm not necessarily a huge Overwatch player. I probably will be converted to one just because I don't give a fuck about Battlefield Welcome. anymore. Which like I feel like I like broke up. I feel like I'm going through like a divorce. Like, like I'm so upset that like I can't like I can't like like flock to battlefield because you know I'm like oh fuck all dude don't play battlefield but at least there's overwatch that i can kind of check out obviously this beta I'll, I'll be diving into as well and then hell I'll probably be playing overwatch one before that so yeah i think this is, this is the, i i definitely was grinning from ear to ear um as i was watching this as i was driving um <laughs> so very uh to me this is like the highest point of one of the highest points i would say the highest point actually of the conference because we knew about starfield it was nice to see gameplay but this was like yes you know what i mean because this was one of the more quote unquote like surprises because overwatch yeah. 2 has been the back burner of like what's happening with it, what's going on with it forever, at least for a triple A game. Like yeah. I know like a lot of indie games or, you know, like mid scale games have that, but over, I remember like literally at a BlizzCon last year in an interview, someone just said, we have no idea when it's coming out. Like yeah. they I just remember public, that. We're they have, like, we have what? no idea. We have no ETA. We have, we do not know. We cannot give you a hint. We cannot give you a window. We it'll be ready when it's ready. Was like almost near verbatim. Like yeah. we just don't know. Yeah. So to go from that to this of like gameplay, release date, early access was a lot. Again, a lot of like oh shit, wasn't expecting that. Right. And I'm biasly speaking, my main healer, my main healer, my my main character, uh, Mercy. So when I saw, I saw Mercy, I was like oh her HUD's different. Da, 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 da. That's probably one of the only times I like. I'm not really one of those guys like that pauses a trailer or pauses a ship frame by frame, but it was cool to be like, Hey, something's a little different there. Like, da, 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 da. With at uh, least again with, with my main character. Yeah. 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 I, miss, I miss positive game surprises because we, we don't get a lot of those today. Yeah. You don't have phones. <laughs> I, I, I wish everyone threw their smartphones at him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I wish that happened. <laughs> I think it's a present surprise because it's like, it also, it comes out this, you know, this fall yep. and it's something we can look forward to where we had like this huge gap, right. you know, because Starfield was, uh, was delayed. So I, I, I like this. It's one of the high points for me as well. Yeah. Bobby was, Bobby was listening to you, Jarrell. Yay. And obviously listening to church <laughs> real, real quick. And I know something we'll revisit later. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm entering a quick discussion that church brought up of how some What's people up? are saying this is not too much of a thing. I'm a kind of a prediction is like, I think we're going to definitely have the same conversation when we hear more and see more about like war zone two. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. Cause especially cause like that's a battle royale versus like this. It's like, you know, just as a core game, like how much can you truly add to a battle royale 
versus that. But mm. again, so like the concerns we're having with Overwatch of like how much is it different? Does it validate being a full sequel? But then, you know, cost wise, oh, it's a free to play game. I feel like a lot of these same questions, concerns we're going to be seeing, I'm predicting this time next year when we see more information from Activision Blizzard uh, via Warzone 2. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to be seeing some pretty soon. Definitely. A um, couple of other things passed here in over an hour, but um, just to skin through some of these guys, uh, like you were mentioning before, Arthur, the Hot Wheels DLC for Forza Horizon 5, July yeah. 19th, to be interesting. What do you guys think about Arc 2? Every time I see Vin Diesel, I get sad. I, like, <laughs> like, I just don't Vin, care about the game. Vin I don't Diesel know. and di- the only thing stronger than dinosaurs is family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like. Right. I think even Vin Diesel came out if, like, you're true. If you only a true gamer, if you cared about Arc Two and kind of stuff, like, really, oh yeah. So like, you're not a true gamer uh, you. if you don't like Arc Two. I was like, who's this Fast and Furious <laughs> guy talking? Um, this game, I think it's like one of the few games in the showcase that was just CGI. Yeah, I really don't yeah. know what it is. I'm, I remember like uh, my nephew, he's went into Arc. I think it's like a dinosaur survival game yeah. where you do resources. It's one of those open world based building survival games. <sighs> no, I'm just, um, it doesn't move the needle for me. Yeah. So. I'd say to me, for like the only thing Vin Diesel like played from or was in from a gaming perspective that I really liked was the Chronicles of Riddick series, Escape from Butcher Bay. And yeah. like those games are actually good really good. You know, like I wish they would make more of those, but for him on a fucking tyrannosaurus like i don't give a fuck you know? i want i want vin diesel to go back to his roots you know we're you know, following following the crossover of hot wheels and forza perfect matchup uh hello vin diesel vo- voiced street sharks they could have fucking street shark arc oh, dlc yeah. going uh i will say this though i have minimally less than an hour played arc huge problem on console on mm. Xbox, at least, it's an open world based survival game, meaning like it's a big map. If you're playing cooperatively, you want to go over here, like I'm gonna go collect wood over here, I'm gonna go mine down there, I'm gonna go fish over there. On Xbox, um, on Xbox, which we, we tried to get into it because it's on Game Pass, Caleb and, I, Caleb and Sean and I uh found out that uh, whoever is hosting. If, if you're not hosting, you're tethered to that person and in the proximity is super small for that type of game. Oh, wow. And a weird thing I've never seen anywhere else and other games, there are tethers like, hey, you're too far from the host. It teleports you or something like that. It drags you. <laughs> so I'm like fishing. But because Caleb was somewhere else, I'm just getting fucking dragged along the, the beach. Oh my god! Because I'm too far from him. So and again, for like you know, the, for the and the scale of the the scale of the range was way too fucking small. So for me, as gameplay wise, or you know, for anyone that has an Xbox that's looking potentially saying I might get into Arc Two, that question needs to be answered. That that question needs to be answered prior to release because uh-huh. it's a because it was literally a game it was literally a game breaker for us we we, we stopped after like an hour oh wow. we were like we can't we can't fucking play this you know, like a minecraft like a minecraft ivan can go to like the nether and do all this shit i'm just like digging a hole fucking doing and we could do our own shit yeah you know do your, do your own thing and this game's like nah you're you're too far from that guy oh what happens like i get teleported now we're gonna fucking drag you like a giant leash and wow. <laughs> so i've never seen that before that's wild and yeah definitely an issue it's not on Steam. I'll say that. That's not a PC thing. But again, for them to show it during you know this, that needs to get fixed. Interesting. Um, speaking of hellish experiences, uh, this weird-ass gory game, Scorn, um, launching October 22nd this year, looks incredibly gr- gross. I know one of the first things in the trailer 
I was like, is that that guy's dick? I was like, what, what am I watching? And then I'd see like just a bunch of other like weird stuff that was going on. Definitely one of those, uh, one of those like super violent, deep, dark things, uh, games. There's another game that came out that was similar like this. Agony. Agony. Got really bad reviews. It's just Agony is more red. This one's the gray one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what were you guys' thoughts on this one? Did this move the needle at all? So, actually, this is the, the lowest point of the showcase for me right here. Oh, shit. Uh, hot take right now. This game is going to be terrible. Wow. Uh, I've seen this game shown over the last two years. It's the same footage. I haven't seen any new footage. It's the same thing I see over and over again. And that just tells me like this game has nothing new to show. Um, I think it's more, more going to be of a walking sim, like mm. maybe like some visual tech porn that you can just like, oh, look, it looks pretty. I just I don't have a good feeling for this. I'm, I'm calling it right now. It, it's it's not going to be worth my time or game pass. It, it just I mean, it looks cool and scary. I just, I can tell that there's nothing here, mm. um, in my opinion. So yeah. this, to me, lowest point of the showcase for me, just not interested at all, man. So wow. I know, it's just, it's terrible. What, what, about, what, about, what about you, Arthur? I mean, since to a point, aesthetics are, aesthetics are the only thing going for it, it reminded me of, it reminded me of um, the alien, like alien one and the prequels like Prometheus and the engineers okay. and like that type of aesthetic. Like when they find like in the first alien movie, when they find the engineer, the pilot and his thing, like, you know, dead reminding me of that. Um, aesthetic wise, the whole, the whole like alien body parts or guns thing only for me. Cause I've seen it before in the original, the original prey, which real quick, if you guys have not played that game, find a way to get your hands on it. It is one of the most like, original like original stories and experiences you can play the original prey was great i think it well, yeah. was it the second one that was on game pass one of them was on game pass no the, the, the but uh bethesda uh, the arcane oh, okay. did a new one fantastic um yeah prey prey is one of those games that has been in like weird production hell <laughs> cat. <laughs> cat scare drill um uh because real and real quick before the arcane prey uh, church there wasn't be another prey game that was an the indirect sequel, sequel. You, you were like a, you were like a human alien bounty hunter that we had and we saw a cinematic trailer for the only that game got canceled and now we have the new prey we have from arcane great game but um but again since the only thing that we saw was aesthetics like church said i feel like that they showed i've seen a lot before because this is a, this is a game we've seen a lot mm-hmm. But nothing new. Yeah, because also like you're showing it right now in the background on the TV. Like all the the gameplay was just like quick action events. It's like loading his gun, opening up a door. There's no gameplay. It's like Mm. what is this? I think this is gonna be shit. My continue, man. No, 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 that's thing is no, that's thing. That's thing exactly. What I'm saying is because because we we haven't seen Drew Cape, we haven't seen Drew gameplay. We've only seen aesthetics. Aesthetics are the only thing I really comment on. But this is one of those games that it's not. It is giving me those vibes of like been the making for X years. Because I feel like when we first saw scorn it was a long time ago and again yeah, like it was for, a while for as long as we've been seeing it and as much stuff we've seen again like nothing's really new like again like like what's gonna be the new thing in the game oh instead of lights it's a it's a bug's asshole or something else like yeah, that something like crazy yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. something curious where it's not gonna be like a true oh thing it's just an aesthetic creative creative choice someone just rose their hand in a meeting and said what if we do this instead of this like okay I feel like the game is a lot of that. Or again, yeah. but again, but to be fair, if I'm wrong, I haven't seen much to say otherwise because we haven't seen that much new gameplay or anything like that. Right. 
Definitely, definitely. Uh, I'm curious just to to get some. What are some of your other standout things that happened uh, in the showcase? I know one of the things for me was micro, uh, Minecraft Legends. Strangely enough, looked really cool. It did actually, yeah. right? I'm, I I think I'm actually going to try that out. Um, the art style is more updated, where it's not going to give me like a headache. But I do think it's interesting to have like an action strategy right it, right. it looked cool right a little right. bit yeah yeah the graphics look really good it seemed like it had some type of an open world mentality of some sort um and usually for minecraft games i don't really pay attention to them i know for dungeons when that came out what was it two a year or two ago i was like this is kind of cool and then it was on game pass and all this stuff so it's interesting the double down that minecraft series is having but it seems like it's just getting more advanced by the you know each time yeah which is cool so and again i think this one is going to be on game pass as well actually i don't know if they actually said that they said it's expected next year i don't know if they confirmed a game pass now that i think about it but i was like it's funny i'm always pulled back into the world some way shape or form originally for like the regular minecraft i'm like i'm not really feeling this yeah and then i see like a trailer for some new thing in the series i'm like Maybe we'll go back to it. <laughs> you know, like they do a really good job of like pulling me, you know, potentially back in. But uh, what, what were your thoughts on the Minecraft Legends, Arthur? I'm excited for it. I played I played Dungeons a lot. Um, I beat the game. Um, I got two of the DLCs that dropped early in the launch. The newer, newer ones, because it's still going. They do like the seasons now, like the Battle Pass thing. That's like the new. <clears throat> that's like the new thing for them. So there's been more DLC, more regions, more islands. Uh, in Dungeons. So my thing is because of how much I enjoyed that game, it does make me optimistic towards this game. Mm. So uh, if it, it if it wasn't a Game Pass, if it wasn't from the Game Pass, I'd be very surprising. I, it, it should be because Microsoft bought Mojang yeah. a while ago. But uh, it should yeah. be on Game Pass. If not, that's, again, very, very, very fucking surprising. Right, yeah. Um. And it's weird because a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, this is like the first, uh, like the first, like people." A lot of people are saying this is the first Minecraft story game we really, really got. I'm like, no, not really. There was that Telltale game, yeah, uh, the Minecraft Telltale game. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. I yeah. never, I never played it, but um, real quick, I never played Telltale games because I feel like they saturated their own market. <laughs> there was a lot of Telltale stuff out really quick, back to back. The Wolf Among Us, man, classic. I, I, good, I hear that's a great good one. things yeah. on Game Pass. If on you my like narrative, list. man, that's that's all you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got, it. I got it. it's on the list. Here, the Borderlands one wasn't bad either, but anyway, I, I'm, I do like the story of this. So, because it, it what because only when you kind of you watch more interviews, do you get more explanation to you. So, what's happening as I have it playing in the background? It's like so all of the overworld is being attacked by the by the Nether. So all the overworld stuff is put potentially teaming up so like um zombies creep uh creepers spider skeletons all those things are now potential allies in your true war to all the new nether shit pigment stuff like that um so that mentality and that kind of expansion on the lore as because since minecraft the game itself is still expanding like a new update just came out not too long ago i'm looking forward to it yeah yeah it's it's de- super oh game pass there you go okay there you cool. go confirmed um yeah i'll definitely be playing that game so fuck yeah um one of the lowest points of me was light your frontier the chilling farming simulator of that little like robot dude oh the mech robot thing yeah why are they doing that uh, <laughs> why, why do they make that game <laughs> what, what's wrong with that game <laughs> i'm just like why are they doing that i don't i don't care about this 
How do I skip this? How do I skip this part of the, of the showcase? I don't know. It just didn't interest me very much. I was just like, this looks like something maybe I would watch from like a movie sense or something or like for my nephews to watch. But I'm like, as far as a game, like to, to play this game, I don't know if I'm interested in this, but... Hey man, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it seems one of those like brain dead games. No offense, it's one of those things I could just relax. I, I love yeah. like the um, Full Moon series on GameCube or Stardew Valley. So anything where I'm like building my own farm, mm. it's cool. I mean, visually it looks kind of interesting. Yeah, hopefully we can move a little bit faster. What what got my attention to like let me to try it out is the uh, the vegetation. Um, it just it was so exotic. They look like mm. alien fruits and vegetables. So, um, like, it got me. It, it looks nice. Yeah. Uh, but it it's not for everyone, man. It just seems I don't, I don't know what this is. Because <laughs> I, I know there is like there's like a small cult following of like that type of series, which yeah. is kind of cool, you know. But for me, it's never never cop it. What yeah. about what about you, Arthur? I'm excited for. I mean, there's definitely a thing. Like again, like this is gives me Stardew Valley vibes. They're reminding me of Astroneer. Um The thing is for me. Uh, I'll just say because oh, like Strel, like, real quick, tier thing, Drell, you're saying how like, you're not excited for this. I'm not like I'm still confused how how like farming simulator is such a big fucking thing. Yeah. So just like one of those things of like the community behind it is surprisingly massive, and like church was like church was just saying is like it's like one of those brain like brains you could just games you could just shut your brain off and you know you're reminding me of Nintendo games. I feel like Nintendo to a point's a king of that, and mm. it gave me those similar vibes like Stardew Valley, Harvest Moon stuff like that. Where like. What have you been doing? Uh, growing corn. How long what? have you been playing? Not on Game Pass, though. Six hours. Oh, weird. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, in that case, uh, torch it. Oh, burn oh it. there you go. Oh, no, oh, okay, okay. Okay. Uh, Smoke too soon. Smoke too soon. They just okay. showed it right uh, put, uh, put the fire out. How quick we were like, oh, no. We yeah, never we're like, oh, fuck that. Oh, oh, never mind. Never mind. Just one frame can change so much. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's on Game Pass? Ah, oh, fuck uh, this game. <laughs> Set on fire. Uh, uh, okay, okay. Dial it back. Dial it back. I do find it interesting, though, like... I'm sure, like, during, like, the quarantine days, I'm sure a lot of people played Farming Simulator. You know what I mean? Like, as far as those brain-dead games, like, how can I not kill everyone in this house and just, like, relax and chill? Like, how people play games probably like this. And it's so cool out. It's so satisfying when you get, like, a system going. Like, it's... I mean, I'm a big puzzle guy, so I like puzzle games, too. So once I can figure out, like, a farmland that just walks itself, like, I just feel like I accomplished something. So it's just... I don't know, man. It's just relaxing, so... That's how I got into Stardew Valley. COVID, man. I was like, I'm going crazy. Cool. I need a. I did it for the dating sim. Hey, what you doing? What kind of crops you got? I got the biggest farm. No, I I got a cat and started playing Stardew Valley. And No Man's Sky. So upside, downside to COVID, I started playing No Man's Sky. And then I think one of the biggest things for me, I know they're talking about some uh, the the necromancer character for Diablo. 4. Hell yeah! As much as I was um, shitting on Blizzard, I am excited for Diablo Four. Yeah, I'm hopeful. Like I've become Tell me ho- more. I've become hopeful <laughs> for a Blizzard game. I, again, I've again I've become I'm I've actually become hopeful for a Blizzard game, but I am very cautious because you better be a fan boy. Overwatch minus Diablo Four. Mine, well, because minus like Overwatch, Blizzard has shit on its founding franchises. How do you, you, they fucked, I'll say this again, they fucked up the Warcraft 3 remake so bad, I know, I they know. issued 100% remakes. That's fucking insane. So what did you like about Diablo 4? What, what got your attention? Well, first of all, the, well, mainly the Necromancer, because that's my that's my favorite class. So like, to so dial it back, we mentioned, we, we mentioned the class system. I sent engineers, companions, summoners. So when it comes to fantasy, when it comes to fantasy games, summoners on my, summoners on my, cla- on my classes, or hunters, hmm. if you can have a pet. So the Necromancer... Um, 
announcement got me excited for it but also i had no idea this game was going to come out so soon i thought diablo 4 was still like another like five years out or like four years out i thought diablo 4 was the game i thought (laughs) because when they because follow because following the diablo 4 announcement trailer blizzard again went on the court offensive it was very public of like this is not a game coming soon yeah they were very public about that that. they were very public of like this is not a game coming soon everything we've worked on this game you just fucking saw like there's no other things that go on that that is it so that was the other thing with with uh with diablo 4 it was a surprise to see like this is uh i want to say this was in their their 12 month it's around the corner their 12 their 12 month calendar roadmap and so again to add that to add that to the to the necromancer got announced but um we're at like you know you know drills like cautiously hopeful to starfield which we get more into i'm now cautiously hopeful for for diablo or a good blizzard game because yeah. again i mentioned you know, them shooting on their franchi- franchises it's same thing the diablo 2 remake they fucked up like the markets they mar- the markets fucked up the servers were fucked up people are people are complaining with diablo 2 remake you can't i want to hey i just want to play the game by myself and play the game no you can't the servers are fucked and then to the point where one of the um, YouTubers I watched, I think it was Angry, Angry Joe, even tried to revisit the game two months later, and his servers were still fucked. He couldn't even play single player. So again, for them to so you're cautiously optimistic. I'm, co- I'm cautiously optimistic because fucking up one game is one thing, but fucking up like your flagship series, that's that's Halo those Infinite. are big red flag. Those are big red flags to me. And Blizzard has done that a lot. Yeah. Well, fair, I think that's a fair point. I think it's a great point. What? Uh, Church, give me your thoughts on Diablo 4. Yeah, some completely, um, I guess, I want to say completely opposite of Arthur, but I'm very excited for this game. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid on this one. <laughs> uh, I've never played a Diablo game before, besides I recently got into <laughs> Diablo Immortal, mm. and I know like the internet's been trashing it because of like the microtransactions or the paywalls. I haven't really had any of those issues. I'm like level 40 in it. So I had like the mobile version of the game that just got me really addicted into it. So when I saw this showing up in the showcase, I was ecstatic. I was like, I saw the graphics. I'm like, yeah, this is the game I need to play. It looks mm. it looks beautiful. I, I, I love it. Yeah. And just the way they're deciding to take the franchise, because I did some research after this, because I don't know, Diablo 1, 2, or 3, all the things the that Arthur was complaining about. I just yeah. know the mobile in this game. Mm. And I like the fact that it's open world. Yeah. Um, we saw the gameplay for it. It's not a linear story anymore, so you can choose the path you want to. Yeah. And just the ideas of like the end game and the future content. Uh, I really like this kind of action RPG uh style game um yeah so i'm, I'm there for it man I, I, cool. it, it looks cool like nice no yeah i think i think one of the biggest things well i know for like mobile games there's certain ones that i like but when it comes to i get freaked out when the my phone is sending me notifications reminding me to play the game again that's what i get freaked out because i remember downloading a crash bandicoot game that was connected i don't know if it was necessarily a blizzard game but getting notifications hey be sure to play this so you can level up like yeah. i remember there's a mario game too one of the first mario games available on the google on the uh, the google play store you know and they said your reminders to play the game again i'm like okay this is getting like this is like this is getting ridiculous. So let me know if you get any notifications on your phone when you're not playing to play. Okay. Okay. But, I'll let but, you know. But as far as like, you know, for when it comes to Diablo in general, the core basis, like aside from the things that there are many, you know, issues as far as like, just like how they've treated the, the series or whatnot, the core element of Diablo, like it's, you know, it's like one of the best, like 
series, you know, like just in general, you know, and, and obviously as far as it being as popular as it is, there's a reason for it. So, yeah, curious, curious when it comes out as far as for for Diablo four. Uh, obviously when it comes to, um, one of the games that we were waiting to not be game preview is Arthur, Arthur called this one. Actually, I was like, God damn, my boys are calling, calling shit. I gave us for life, uh, grounded the full game. So we got a trailer on that one and it's going to be out in, uh, September. So it's leaving game preview in September, the full game. We will finally get the full game excited. Uh, Arthur, your thoughts. I like how they address that. They're like. The full game finally coming out. Like, yeah. like they, they, I forget what their exact word is, but they they announced. Oh, you let that all. Why do you always come by when I'm busy? Um, but uh, again, that was the game that I did play it, and and now mind you, I played it when it first came out on game preview, and that it does like stop, like it does say this is the end. Like, like you can keep killing and doing all these things, but you can't you can't research more things. You can't you know, find more blueprints. Like this is the limit of it. Um, so I don't know if that's been expanded. I, maybe it's, I assume it's been expanded because I've done a game preview for so long. Um, but I will say as a base building game, it is really fun. Um, I am biasly, but though content like quality wise, obsidian, obsidian, obsidian has been very consistent. Mm-hmm. This game is fun. And then, you know, Ivan, I know you got your acnophobia. You can turn it into a little marshmallow. <laughs> Does that, um, yeah, it's like, oh, you have arachnophobia, but you want to play Garnet? Dial up the settings, and that giant wolf spider becomes like a marshmallow with googly eyes. <laughs> oh, thank God. So I'm terrified. <laughs> Arachnids. Uh, your, your thoughts, uh, Church? I mean, I think this is a good thing. Um, it, I'm glad that Obsidian is able to fully release the game with the story content. It is always just like, honey, I shrunk the kids. The video game is my take. Uh, nice. It was on my watch list. I was like, you know, this is one of the best games that I shouldn't play right now until it's finished. Uh-huh. Uh, so, like, now I'm, I'm going to check it out when it comes out. I, I got to see if it's fun to play because it's like, you know, it's that, you know, Obsidian, Morrowind, Oblivion style game where you just kind of hacking and slashing. So I have to see if it translates pretty good. But it looks awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be so many like cosmetics to buy in this game. Because <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely one of those games where it's like, how do I fit this within everything else they announced during this conference? But but yeah, I remember playing it during the game preview days, and I was like, this is fun. I was like, they did yeah. a really good job with this, you know. So yeah, it just as far as the scale of everything, when you're like you know a small minute person, um, pretty cool. So yeah, I'm excited for once to get my hands on the full uh, full shabam. Uh, and then one of the biggest things, uh, I would say surprising, but nice to see gameplay and obviously create a whole other conversation as far as for the progression or supposed progression, I'll say, uh, Starfields. So, uh, we got to see Todd Howard's fucking face. Um, <laughs> uh, don't full, like full. Todd Howard. Like, y'all taking shots. <laughs> Hey man, he deserves every punch uh, in the chest that he gets. Yeah. Man, uh, sneezing constantly. <laughs> Dude, I... Dude, I was I was like I was a little buzz watching with Ivan. I booed Todd Howard the second I fucking saw him. I was Yo, like, boo, fuck crazy. you, fuck you and your fucking your knockoff Indiana Jones jacket. Fuck you. But yeah, you, you guys got to put some respect on Todd Howard's name. Now he has some fumbles. Seventy six. We all know this, but like yeah. we got Morrowind, we got Oblivion, we got Skyrim. Like, now, what more do you need? Well, you know, th- th- again, <laughs> I, I, what more do you need? No, don't answer that. I'll give you this. No, 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 no. I'll answer the question, Church. I'm no, gonna, no, 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 no. I'm gonna answer your question. I'm gonna answer. What more do you need? I need something that Bethesda has never done in the history of any of their games. I need a game that works at fucking launch, and they have never fucking done it. Not Fallout. Once. What about Fallout Three? Fallout mm-hmm. New Vegas. 
But glitchy I'm, is all shit. Buggy is Vegas all shit. Vegas was bit glitchy. Oh, Vegas was well, a city, my guy. That, that was. Oh, uh, uh, my bad, yeah, my, bad, yeah, my, bad my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Fallout Three tracking. wasn't super crazy. It was worse no, on, I was like, on now PS3. See that more? Why I'm a little more team, team Obsidian? Oh, but, but, but let's go, hold on. Let's go. We forgave <laughs> Bethesda for the bugs and glitches because nobody was making games like they were making it in terms of that scale at the time. Like, at the time, yeah, that's that's why it was forgivable, right? Who was doing that big of an expansive open world with this so many quests? Like we can forgive the glitches. Obsidian. I mean, yeah, them too. I mean, like <laughs> that. Like, for, okay, so or no, no, it's for Vegas. But like before that, it was, yeah. it was a different console, right? It's not really on Xbox. But yeah, yeah, again, I still think no. I still think Todd Howard justifiable. Justifiable gets all the credit. All, sorry, gets all the, the criticism. I criticism I give him. Um, and you lie, Todd. Dude, he should have lied. Even he, I, again, even again, real quick. I don't know too much to it, but even again, even just for those collector's editions, I bought like the three hundred dollar editions. I'm like, oh, you're gonna get all this? Uh, actually, no, you're not. As, <laughs> but it, go ahead, I, I mean, as far as I mean, I, I do, I do agree with Arthur on this. Like, obviously, I agree with both of you guys. So, yes, oh, so cock. So, 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 yeah. There's a lot that he contributed as far as when, it, obviously, when it comes to the vision and whatnot. One of my, one of my ASMs I used to work with, she met Todd Howard, got a photo with him. But um, when it comes to Fall '76, obviously, like he deserves every punch in the face that he got, as far like verbally around that. But I have said to Arthur. I have to be gullible around Starfield because, like, I am excited for this. I, I've I've wanted something in this realm for I mean, ever since I was a kid, a badass fucking space game where I can fly around, go to different planets, and, and you know, when we talk about No Man's Sky, but like, No Man's Sky is good for what it is. Like, it's a good game for what it is. It's cool. Like to me, as far as like my brain shutting off, I think of No Man's Sky, especially in the creator mode. You know what I mean? Because like the music is amazing. I can just fly to different planets. Not all not all of the planets look necessarily like mm. super detailed and different, which is my main criticism. And it's like this is a small team. So like it's forgivable. That's why I say like it's good for what it is. Like it's a great game for what it is. But as far as something that has a little more detail, you know, more of a of a set baseline story, and then just like a little more like customization stuff as far as like your ship and stuff like that, like I'm I'm leaning on Bethesda to make this happen, especially with the fuck up of 76 and uh Phil Spencer knowing that fuck up and doing the purchase. And he has been really consistent with updates with Bethesda, whether or not Todd Howard is on the stage or during whatever X conference. So when I saw the gameplay for Starfield, I was like, okay, I'm seeing a little more and they're doing some corrective stuff like we talked about before. NPCs, you know, coming back, you know, uh, the storylines, dialogue decisions. You know, even though some of the stuff they're borrowing from No Man's Sky, I call it the I call it the 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 Apple strategy. You know, it's like yeah. whatever whatever Android has done first, we're just gonna take that and make it better, and they make it better, and we're like fuck whatever. You know what I mean? So like, I'm fine with that. That same fucking leather suit. Um, <laughs> see, see, that's kind anyway. iconic. <laughs> yes, iconic, if you will. Um, uh, but um, but yeah, so. What I saw, I was a little more excited. And then I did like the music as well. I'm very curious to see if it's actually going to work day one. But I have to be cautiously optimistic about this because this is something like from a childhood perspective. I've wanted something like this for like most of my life. So if they mess this up, and it depends on how they mess it up. If it's like bugs, I can forgive that. Because like everything has bugs now. 
just give me a patch, fucking fix it. But if it's something as ridiculous as like Fallout seventy six, which no, I what, no, which I, which no I, NPCs, which I, yeah, <laughs> like, like a core mechanic, yeah, yeah, like if they pull that back when they said that they were gonna have it, like that's obviously a different conversation. But um, but yeah, I have to be gullible around this. I, I just have to. But let me let me start with uh, with you, Church. Yeah, so um, there's a lot to unpack here for me. Uh, I just want to like comment on the No Man's Sky uh, comparisons. I- I've tried to get into No Man's Sky. It just the game does not captivate me, mm. even in creative. I just I just find it really I find it really boring. Mm. I don't know what to do. The planets look barren to me. Yeah. And from what I can understand, and author, when you get a chance, yeah. maybe you can speak to it as well. The game that made No Man's Sky great is with the additional support throughout the years was the stuff they added to space, not necessarily mm. the planets. It's mm. like the bounty hunting the aliens you can fight it has nothing to do with what was already core cool there mm. um so when i look at starfield this already looks like a better no man's sky to me in my mind yeah um in terms of expectations uh the internet was crazy some people think it looks like trash yeah. they didn't like the gunplay combat to me the combat was better than I expected because i played Morrowind and i played oblivion yeah and the combat in those games of always they're, been terrible yeah they're shoddy it's, yeah. it's just karate chop it's shoddy <laughs> skyrim i don't expect game blanking game breaking combat format so when i saw the gunplay i'm like yo this actually looks decent like this right. is better than i thought um so i'm excited for the promises of starfield mm. um i'm excited when i start to think of an elder scores game and what does that mean like the different quest lines the different organizations you can you know uh join and go the ability like you know what i can probably steal weapons that i see on somebody yeah i can probably go into like a shipyard and steal somebody's ship you know just like the things that you can do from a bethesda game if they if they implement those um features that we know and love i think starfield is going to be great um it's expansive do i think all those thousands of planets are going to have something on them hell no like that's just just ridiculous but i'm hoping there's enough easter eggs um to get me enthralled i know there's going to be aliens like that's the coolest thing about space journeys is finding different civilizations and aliens it's just you know that i think that's like the main story quest so i think starfield needs to be good phil spencer wants it to be good to have something over it yeah. Um, the gameplay does look choppy. I don't know if it's holding a decent 30 frames per second at all, mm. um, but uh, I'm excited for the vision, and I just hope the what you the cape what the game offers is more than what it lacks. Yeah. And, and so uh, that that's kind of my uh, hot take, real quick on Starfield. Yeah, nice, very nice. Yeah, it's funny because watching the gameplay now, it's almost like they're trying to. It, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like Cyberpunk, but. Yeah, yeah. is there QB fonts and yeah. stuff? I got like Doom. I got Doom vibes. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. What, what What are your thoughts, Arthur? Uh, so, uh, so interesting. So, real quick, uh, it's understandable. There's a lot of comparisons to no, no, no Man's Sky to this game because No Man's Sky is the only other big No Man's Sky is the only other big space game we have. But to its core, these games are vastly different because to its core, No Man's Sky is a gigantic farm. Because No Man's Sky, to its core, is a base-building exploration game. It is. It's it's by far the vastest one. It's like arguably the biggest one. There's been a lot of updates, but um, like again, to it, but to its core, No Man's Sky is a base-building expansion like survival game. Uh, now, of course, there are story, there are quests and stuff like that that I think it 
adds to it, but but it's core. It's based like I said, No Man's Sky and everything is based to its core on that. So it's Starfield. You know, Starfield is you know since Starfield is a Bethesda game, this one is going to have more of like a campaign, a story, guilds or factions, stuff like that. Um, and the thing was with me too that the thing with me is like Todd Howard being Todd Howard is really setting this game on a pedestal. Like he's had a, he's got multiple interviews where he says he wants this game to be um, the next Skyrim and be playable, be as playable 10 years from now as it is day one. So yeah. it's like what we're seeing, I know we haven't had hands on it for yet, but like what we're seeing, we need to start asking these questions that Todd's asking us is, is this game going to be playable 10 years from now? And again, that's just not me judging that these, these are things Todd is saying. And like, so that's just what Todd does. Todd has a tendency to put things on a huge pedestal. So if it hits the mark, it's, it's like a half of, okay, that was a huge, you know, that's, well, that was a huge mark to make before someone like me, I would say, well, that was his mark. He said to hit like that was yeah. his, his goal or his, one of his, his, you know, marketing things about it. Um, I'm again, I'm still nervous about it. Um, I'm so I'm again, I, for, like for me with Starfield, it's not so much. I'm nervous about it because of Starfield. I'm nervous about it because of Bethesda, if that makes sense. And, and I'm like, I still have the pain from 76. So, it's not like I'm not hyped or not excited for Starfield because everything is heard about Starfield. I'm just not really excited for it or truly hyped for it because of like, like again, like just Bethesda as, as a whole right now. Yeah. Um, now to the game itself, like just to the game itself, what I'm seeing, I, I, there are things I did like it, like as an RPG, you know, Bethesda really did send the benchmark for open world RPGs. Um, you know, skill, you know, we, we did, we did see the skill trees. Um, I did think at least in the snippet we saw, I did think that the skill tree looked a little smaller, but then they did show that you can rank it up versus one thing. Like even for example, I have I have my Fallout Four skill tree poster over there. Um, so again, so skill tree just really matter to me because that's what sets it, that's what sets it apart. That creates replayability. Like I said, I di- I was one of the people that did buy the Skyrim 10th anniversary edition, played it as a whole new class, and it really was like playing Skyrim for the first time. So. Can this game, you know, will this game do that? Will, will this game be able to do that like we're being promised from Todd Howard? Um, but like I said, from what I saw, it's good. This is a good gameplay trailer. I didn't see anything I can really shit like shit on shit on it as a game, really. Um like Joe, I, the one though I had one that I had that you actually said, like at least the fonts and stuff, aesthetic wise, it did give me kind of like cyberpunky, mm. like cyberpunk vibes. Um and it was really funny how we mentioned how you know npcs are not available for launch <laughs> fall saying six on day one in a bethesda game so remember how during the development of this game they came out early on oh there's like a thousand plus voice lines <laughs> like like they addressed they addressed a lot not directly but indirectly they addressed a lot of the criticisms 76 had yeah. through the promotion of this again one of, one of the biggest criticisms was at launch a bethesda game had no npcs no dialogue no no dialogue tree nothing like that so one of the first things we heard about this game early on was boom a fuck ton of love voice lines were recorded for this yeah writing their wrongs essentially yeah yeah no definitely so um, yeah so i have like some like a, a view of my critiques of starfield like my worrisomes um the bugs and fixes. I'm at a point when it comes to a Bethesda game, I'm going to be less merciful when it comes to bugs. Mm. I mentioned earlier, right, we forgave them in the past. That because nobody was doing things on the scale. There are so many games doing on things on the scale as of Oblivion or Skyrim. Mm. Like it's the open world genre is so vast right now. Yeah. And those games that don't have as many bugs. So I'm going to be a little bit, can like this game be as good 
with the bugs can do we still forgive them for those mistakes Mm. like is it that like innovative or if not then it's like i don't think i'm gonna be more harsh did you guys and todd howard did an interview with ign and he confirmed something i don't know how you guys feel about this but there is no space to planet travel it is a cinematic you cannot fly your ship to land on a planet like he confirmed that Aww. hardcore is like no you can't do that he's like that's a design decision we made early on that that is a conf- that changes everything right Quick I mean well, I mean it's it, not a deal breaker but not. that is disappointing it is right to go back I mean to go back to the original comparison as 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 many issues that we were promised to not get at launch a team of 13 at launch you can do that in no man's sky <laughs> <True>. <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean you can yeah. you can but like I don't know, man. Sky's kind of barren. Like, that's but that's to me. That's that is to, in my opinion. That is the best thing about No Man's Sky. Going from one planet to another, traveling from one planet like it's that awesome. Is, that is the best thing about the game. So and, like, not having it in, in Starfield while I'm like, fuck, man, I get to create this ship and then it, it travels from one planet to another via cinematic. You know, yeah, like it's kind of and, and true, and, but it's worrisome, right? Because in the conference, he said, "Look at planet, this planet. <laughs> you can land anywhere on this planet." So what does that mean? It means once you're in the atmosphere. It means yeah, once you're in the atmosphere. I tell you what it means. It means that Todd Howard is a liar. <laughs> once again, um, now you see, you'll see what we say. <laughs> it means that I think the cities on a planet will be handcrafted, like and maybe they have like a self defense system. Where, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess you won't see it, but when you choose another location on the planet that's outside of the city, that's when you're probably going to get the pro- uh, procedure generated things. Um, which is good because at least the handcrafted cities are going to have the detail that we want from a Bethesda game, but it's going to miss that, I guess, No Man's Sky magic that we talked right. about. And, so. you, and you know what? Like, I appreciate the like them saying that up front because maybe to your point, as far as like for gamers like yourself that are going to be a little more critical when it comes to bugs, maybe this is one of those things that helps them iron out everything else. Yeah. So it's so it's a much smoother launch and 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 because everything is DLC, you know, and in these times they could add that later if they wanted to you know what i mean so like they could they, they could always say oh we're, we said that yeah but fuck it you know I mean, let's give it to you guys you know an update, um, an update. yeah exactly i'll say because i was if i had to pay to land fuck you <laughs> um 45 bucks so and the other thing the other thing too like the like, toy point you're mentioning like morrowind and oblivion you know and like a little bit two point where when we were when we were shooting this shit before recording a lot of the things that made bethesda great at the time was it sounds weird, but like the time, a lot of Bethesda had a lot of firsts and with technology, you know, and gaming, I feel like increasing at exponential rate, it's really hard to do a lot of firsts now. And like, what, what, what were these groundbreaking firsts, maybe even in like five, 10 years ago are now more common. Um, so for like, for, so that's why I think this, this game is, this game, this game is, 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 is potentially, the big not maker if not for me make for me make or break but for a lot of people this is the new test for bethesda because for the first time in what two to three console generations this is their first time they've had a new fucking engine yeah. since like the ps2 and, and it's you know what I, th- I thought they're still using the old engine like, this game was supposed to be the first one newing this this was this was supposed to be the new game they said of using the new engine that's what they said. Which is good because mm. because the game is is twenty five years in the making or whatever, or over twenty years in the making. It's like, please give me a new engine. So that's good news there. But 
I I think one of the things that is maybe slightly worrisome is that they already talked about news as far as like, oh, like, yeah, there's going to be a Fallout 5 after Elder Scrolls 6. I'm like, oh, fix Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> like, make Starfield and then, like, maybe I'll start thinking about those other two games. But right now, I'm like, like I'm looking at this, my guy, you know, so. I, again, my, again, my thing with this is, like, pretty much, like, punch to a point. My bar is the bar that Todd set. The, the Todd Howard wants to be the guy in the microphone. Then they need to either a filter what he's saying or deliver what he's delivering what they're promising. Cause like, because again, after again, follow 76. Now we'll include no man's sky in this category. Like follow the you know, follow the, the no man's sky mislaunch, the 76 mislaunch, the halo mislaunch, uh, the, the battlefield mislaunch. Um, was another was there was another one, but uh, cyberpunk. cyberpunk. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, yeah. what I'm saying is, so Bethesda really has to do something they've never truly done before, and have a fully working game at launch. That is a company that as successful as they had have never done it. And like I said, the times have grown where our acceptance are like the, the, the major like, like a lot of people are giving them, you know exceptions or put or like leeway, but for the the majority of gamers now is we're done or we're done paying. Not just on Game Pass, but we're done waiting for hearing about seeing and all of a sudden come launch the game not done at launch for tri- especially for triple a games it's I, it's very frustrating so yeah. so again i'm again to, to the gameplay what i saw i'm it's i have nothing i've not i've not that many negative things about it i did laugh when he said the scale of a thousand planets and i was like there's like 200 yeah, there's like, like i think the last count was like 250 million in no man's sky yep. but something to you said church that uh, i liked is is to a point with this whole thousand planet thing is, is almost, it's, it's almost like to a separate debate and a million, million and one examples, but the, 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 the the true randomness of procedural generation versus handcrafted. I want X, Y, and Z to definitely happen when you go here. And I think they really need to balance that. Cause to your point, Drew, I think that is, that is almost a negative of no man's sky. It's like, if you have infinity come out with infinity, it's to a point you can, you, you can just get statistically, too many misses on planets or like yeah. I've been tuning I've been I've seen too many of these types of planets I've seen too many of these types of aliens so it's like even though the vastness even though No Man's Sky has the vastness but because No Man's Sky's bread and butter is the true huge randomly generation you know planets and situations and stuff like that yeah. I am actually looking on the reverse of that I'm actually looking forward to some more handcrafted I want X, Y, Z things to happen on, on Bethesda. Cause that's yeah. something I do miss. Like I said, I did play Skyrim. I got back into it with a fresh eye with a new character class. Mm-hmm. So that really did make me a little more, the needle moved a little bit yeah. of me kind of being excited for, if not, again, not Starfield, just as, as a game, but like a good Bethesda game. And I think it's a good point. Cause like just even after the game comes out, the potential for just like those thousand planets the DLC is crazy because mm. it doesn't even need to expand more planets. You can just add to the stuff that's already there. And maybe people will feel some type of way, but just having a universe and having like a Bethesda sandbox and we all see what the mods can do or what the DLC was in the past games. It's, it's, it's really good potential. You know? Definitely. Definitely. Uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about here on the show um, is an announcement that occurred from one of my favorite uh, creators, video game creators. I know this guy has one of my favorite games or my favorite game of all time. And we've had this conversation before, Arthur, we, we, we've had, we've had, we've had drunk 
drunk episodes talking about this, me being angry, and you predicting, and I think you, I think you kind of predicted this. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of skeptical as well, especially from the past reports that we've talked about as far as like the rumors of Hideo Kojima, that's what we're talking about, uh, bringing ideas to cert to PlayStation and them kind of scoffing on different ideas or turning them down or whatever. You know, so basically what I'm talking about here is that there is the announcement that the next game project will be in collaboration with Xbox Game Studios. Uh, a Steam developer himself, he announced it, uh, said that neither Kojima nor Microsoft shared any more details, Said, but it's going to be a completely new game. And he definitely said it's a game that he's been wanting to make for a long time. A passion project. A passion and project. That's the second point that I called. I yes. said, one, Kojima's going to come to Xbox. I, I didn't call like solo, but I said he's gonna stay. He's gonna he's gonna come to Xbox, and two, he's gonna have the window to do what he does. Yeah. And I love fucking being right. Now, <laughs> yeah. So kudos to you on that. Uh, and I was kind of thinking about that as well. Now, I find it interesting that he said afterwards because people were really uh, people are fucking crazy. Some people were really upset at him because he wasn't holding an allegiance to, to PlayStation. I'm like, have you guys been reading any news of what's been going on with Sony? Um, like it's completely, it's like not the same company that it was 10 no. years ago. Um, but he had another like tweet slash, uh, uh, announcement, uh, via social media, uh, saying that, you know, they say that they have a, a good partnership or relationship with Sony, you know, regardless of this. This is just something that they're doing with Microsoft. But in my opinion, bro, like they they fucked up. Like to, to me, it's like the exact same thing as far as like the MLB, the show thing. Like they say, like in their defense, they're like, you know what? You know, like we decided not to work with Sony anymore. Like they didn't do anything wrong. We just decided. But from a business standpoint, my business brain if you lose a relationship and have that relationship wandered to somebody else because you didn't take care of them far enough, because if you take care of them far enough, they won't go anywhere. People yeah. will hold allegiance. So to me, that just shows just as far as like the, the, the loss of identity of Sony. Like we talked about before recording. I think you mentioned this church. You were like, what is their mascot now? And I was like trying to think, and I'm like, oh, they got the Ratchet and Click thing, and they got they got the the, the Thievus Raccoonus. I'm like, what do they what do they have? Like Hideo Kojima was one of the last really solid reasons for people to flock to PlayStation. Like I remember talking about this when I worked at GameStop. Like people literally, I I saw people literally buy PlayStation threes and fours because of Hideo Kojima. Because of the games that released, because of subsistence or whatever other game that came out, even even Death Stranding, even though Death Stranding numbers wise, when it first came out, it did not do as well as hoped. And I think that's why Sony fucked over Kojima, uh, even though he has his own production studio, they kind of fucked him over. I th still, um, you know, and Death Stranding did well afterwards, especially on PC afterwards. But it's just to me, it's really disappointing that. Sony is taking this this macro approach and focusing on things that weren't really a part of their brand initially to gain market share, but doing it in a very bad way. Like we talked about before, you're seeing uh, God of War that came out, what, 2016, 2016 mm -hmm. for $50 on Steam. No, that doesn't make any sense. Like. Like PC gamers are cheap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Steam sales, man. Steam, Steam sales. Steam sales, epic game sales. I was talking to Arthur in you know, the last couple episodes. I got Borderlands 3 for free. I got the, the, the Bioshock collection for free. You know what I mean? Like, this is whatever they're going to give me. And they've had a bunch of sales, too. Like, 
I, I, I am so disappointed with their direction as far as for like how they're keeping some of these or losing those relationships, I should say. And, and obviously they do have the horizon forbidden West, you know, um, church, you were talking about that as far as, you know, the, the that game was good, you know, and it came out earlier this year. So I do give them credit for that. And uh, this state of play was much better, you know, as far as seeing some of these other things. But I feel like for that state of play, man, to me, they didn't have a game. To me, they didn't have a game where I was like, yes, like that Overwatch 2 moment for, for the Microsoft conference. That I haven't had that moment in a long time. You know what I mean? And I was driving. I wasn't even watching it at my home. But like having moments like that were like, wow, like that's cool that that's coming that pretty soon. Like I can't say that I've had that really for PlayStation. I don't know. I mean, let me talk to you, Church, since you're, you know, you are a Sony console owner. Um, what are your thoughts about this whole Hideo Kojima thing? And then as far as this where PlayStation is going from a directional basis. Um, yeah. So my thoughts about the attack of the Kojima coming to Xbox uh, first. Um, I think it's a wonderful partnership. Yeah. Um, it makes sense. Kojima has always been fascinated with like Western culture, Western filmmakers. It's where he got the inspiration for Solid Snake off of the famous movie. Um, so him coming over here after his you know struggle with the east with konami and then maybe even sony now that we're speculating because death standing didn't do the numbers yeah. that sony wants um and we saw this with sony doing this with uh days gone as well uh, yeah not yeah. necessarily getting a sequel as well because it didn't hit a sudden benchmark that guy was mad too uh, i know right <laughs> just, he's like fuck you both give me 60 bucks what? and we're like no yeah. <laughs> right that guy was just pissed at everybody yeah he was mad at everyone he was burning he was he was burning bridges my guy yeah, yeah. fuck, fuck the gamers like fuck sony and journals are like okay what did he say <laughs> say that again so i can post this yeah so uh, i think this partnership is cool I'm less excited about the nature of the game. Mm. I the cloud-based game, I just like I've done cloud gaming. I just I like Kojima. I like his weird quirkiness. I like what he like he does. I just hope that playing the game is fun to play. Uh. I, I just I don't know if I need to be connected to the internet constantly. I have questions. And that's never a bad place, but you know, I can't it's nothing negative. So yeah. how far do I think this game is out? Um two years. Um, possibly. Uh, I think Kojima's in a place where you can do a quick turnaround just with Death, Death Stranding as well. Um, so I think this is great for Xbox. In terms of Sony's direction, interesting choices they're making. They're focusing yeah. on the hits. Um, I I love God of War. Uh, that came out in like 2016, 2018. Yeah. It's the reason I bought a PlayStation 5. God of mm. War 2. It's mm. just straight up like my bias. I, I want to play that game. Yeah. I think the direction is focusing on the first party games and then doing DLC DLC later. I think that, that they won't release Horizon and then a year from now we won't get a DLC for an expansion next year to just to keep that the life of that game going. Yeah. And you can see that with Ghost of Tsushima too. So I think Sony is making some of the best video games to play first party visually I there's nothing like God of War in this game that came out in 2018. Yeah. Eve with Ghost of Tsushima or Horizon. But in terms of identity, I mean, I think they're losing it. I think with yeah. Xbox doing the moves and their acquisitions, you've seen Sony fighting, you know, on the back foot. They're doing desperate um, partnerships with... Uh, Bungie. Uh, Bungie, thank you, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Bungie. Um, 
weird titles coming together. I just I don't I don't know. Like I don't know what their mascot is. They have this weird uh pseudo game pass uh but it's not day one. Oh man. Yeah. 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 So I think as long as the hits still coming, I think I don't think they're in a bad part, but they need to make sure the games are solid because as an identity right now, playing seventy dollars for a game, um, the the game pass option is just very limited. I I think that it's very limited and not necessary uh consumer friendly, gamer yeah. friendly too, like what we want more. Yeah. Um and those are kind of my thoughts. I'm trying to Great points. No, great points. Absolutely. I like what you said, especially where it's like, I need this to be fun to play. It's like, I respect you, but yeah. I need the game to be fun to play. So I think that's a great point as well. Arthur, lay, lay it on me. What, what, what's what's your thoughts? This is a long time coming, dude. I mean, how, how many <laughs> really? more? Really? Yeah. <laughs> what? I, I, I'm, I talked about this fucking well, over a year ago. Yeah, as far oh, as shit. coming to Xbox, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we've been we've been chatting about this for a while. I mean, what the fuck happened to PT? People, you can still make if you can if you're listening to this and you have a you have a a Sony console a PT with PT still on it. Make your fucking money and put that shit in eBay. People will fucking buy it. Um, yeah. Like, there's a reason for that. Like, like, like Kojima. Like, I, I, I it's got to the point where I joke with Jarrell, with Jarrell, but there's a reason why so many people cling to these rumors every fucking time because they want a Kojima game. Yeah. Um, and like we mentioned how the, 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 uh, the, not the stranding, uh, the zombie game we just talked about the, with the motorcycle, how the days, how the days gone guy was shitting on Sony. And then also we had the article from the indie. Remember, remember that indie developer where it said Sony is not welcoming to indie games. Yeah. Sony yeah. is not. So Sony is not welcoming indie games. So it's like, you look at this, you look at like this, like you look, you look at the breadcrumbs of this trail of like. Again, what the fuck is Sony doing? They lost MLB. They lost MLB the show, and the biggest explanation point or clapback in that situation is that motherfucker was on Game Pass. That's just not even on their fucking subscription service. Yeah. So if you want, if you're a Sony owner and you want to play the show, fuck you, seventy dollars. If you're an Xbox right. customer and you want to play a previous Sony exclusive game, come on over. It's on fucking Game Pass. Right. So I mean, so like. So what is Sony? What is Sony doing? You know, they're they're not welcoming to indie. They say they want blockbuster games only. Kojima's not anything. All he does is fucking blockbusters. Like his canceled, his canceled game had Norman, had Norman Reedus. The new game we eventually got had Norman Reedus again. So it's like, and so it's like, again, it's like, Oh, we're here for blockbusters. Okay. Well, we did. Well, we don't want Kojima to Kojima to do his passion project. Well, fucking Xbox will let him do it. Yeah. So it's, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, the, so the, again, the break, again, the breadcrumbs of the, again, the, to me, this breadcrumb trail of what Sony is doing is like, what are they doing? <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird because it's like to me, I feel like looking at the numbers, right? Looking at the numbers, Sony's doing fine. Like they have yeah. like the what was arguably the highest selling console or whatever, like twenty million PS5 sold. Even though they, a lot of those consoles are not <laughs> to the people that actually want to buy them, I'm seeing more celebrities with PS5s than anybody else. Mm. But um, but. So from a numbers basis, they look they look fine, but when it comes to the customers, the early adopters, it's like they're wiping the slate clean. I mean, in my opinion, I, I, I'm gonna push back on that opinion a little bit, maybe because it's one of those things that Sony's playing a different game than Microsoft. Microsoft is Microsoft. And they're here to the win. That's what they're doing. Well, yeah, but they, they <laughs> also like a trillion dollar company, right? Oh, yeah. Sony yeah. is nowhere that. doesn't have True. the capital to compete on those levels. So, those hits have to be hits. The reasons for like me to come to God, well, it has to work. And sadly, it, it is alienating some of the customers that like, I mean, that love the golden era of the PS2 where you had like a 
diversity of games where you were taking risks on titles. But now, because the costs are so expensive to make these AAA games, that it, it needs to be a sure thing almost. Um, I do not think this partnership with Kojima is meaning that he's not working with Sony. I think Kojima is in the best place in his career where he he can just go to this company, get some money, make the game he wants to, and go to this company and get some money and make the game he wants to. So I, I think he's eating good, but I don't think Sony has lost a partnership. I, I highly expect Death Stranding 2 to get announced as some, like very, relatively soon, to be honest with you. I think it's an easy thing for Sony to do. Um, the assets are already there, which is improve the graphics and expand upon the gameplay. Um, but um, do you guys really think Sony's not having Kojima again? I think the the clock's ticking for us to see the phrase Kojima and Xbox exclusive in the same sentence. I think we're we're getting closer to that. See, because, I mean, on the contrary, he has his own production studio. So, like, he doesn't need to have an allegiance to anybody. He just wants to make games. He wants to make creative games. He wants to have fun doing it, right? So, but I think when it comes to when it comes to Arthur's point, as far as for you know, if he's able to have a really good you know deal or contract, and deciding who to be best to work with, I could see him leaning more towards Xbox. I feel like when it comes to exclusivity. I feel like that word's kind of slowly but surely being tossed out the window just yeah. because companies want they want market share and they can't have market share if something's exclusive to the console. So like, you know, things like crossplay and that stuff, like, you know, like th- those are things to me, those are like examples of like, no, like everyone get in on this. You know what I mean? So but but I think when it comes to just maybe not exclusive to Xbox, but him just not really fucking with PlayStation. And the thing is that there's a lot of fans of Kojima. And if he and I he is a very stoic and very humble and like very to himself person. Very secret of the dude. I don't think he would. Yeah. And he's just about his business. And I respect that. Yeah. Like, but I don't. But he's not a messy person is my point. I don't think he would be messy to be like, nah, fuck Sony. Unless he really got pissed well, off. Hold on, man. You a Metal Gear Solid fan. The, the MGS5 had a whole fuck you thing to Konami in it. it even the demo, too. That's like, different. That's uh, Konami. No, he, That's Konami. Uh, That's nothing to do with Kojima. I'm, I'm talking about Kojima. I'm talking about if Kojima says, like, when it comes to him working with Sony, and if they did him wrong, and if he said, like, like, like I wanted to work with them, but they, did, you know, they didn't want to work with me. He, okay. There would be okay. a bunch of PlayStation fans... Not wanting to fuck with Sony, like I like to me, like the problem with they'll be, they'll be mad, like you scared away Kojima. Yeah, like 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 the problem to me, the problem with today is that no one's really putting their money where their mouth is. You know what I mean? So like for example, like I don't want to dive back into this conversation, but I'm just using it as an example. Like Fallout seventy six, are there are there's points on on why he's upset about it and the reasons why like Eerie and Starfield very relevant. The problem is so many people are still playing Fallout 76 and still playing uh, add-ons. That's why I keep still making it. Same reason for Grand Theft Auto Online. Fight Grand Theft Auto Online is a mess. You know, like I agree. Like I like I've, I agree with Arthur on every point that we've made. People are still playing it. They keep making content for it. The game's almost 10 years old. Like they're still like they're, they're still making content for it. So like I wish people would put their money where their mouth is when it comes to things like this, because he's a treasure, man. No one makes games like him. And like when you have people like Kojima, like treasure that. And that's why I appreciate Phil Spencer because he understands those relationships. You know what? I'm I'm with you. I think it it, it is a big miss from Sony. I think I don't think they ruined the relationship, but when you have Kojima, you should have gobbled him up because he is a legend because of his games. But and another viewpoint that 
when we used to like look at game developers, there was uh, the guy who made Gears of War. Yeah. What is, I forget his, I think he's the last uh, one. Belinsky? Yeah, Air Belinsky, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think he's the last one. Yeah. Right, not only is he Kojima. He's like, he's like the last legend of legend of his era. Yeah, yeah. But and he's then he created Fortnite yeah, and then we, we don't know where he is. Right. <laughs> he's like, I have an island somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, we like idolize game developers. Like, yo, this is Kojima. This is this guy. I think he's the last of it. And I, I think it's a valuable piece to have because yeah. it's like it is a mascot. There's your mascot. Yes. PlayStation, Kojima. I could have had this because he is the entity in itself. And like it feels, I think Phil Spencer sensed that too. If he can just have, because Phil, it's Kojima and Phil, I, I guess, because since uh, Reggie retired from Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And PlayStation. Reggie. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> My body's ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We need you back, Reggie. Hey, yeah. hey, man, you know, shout out to Reggie. Uh, brought record-breaking uh, stock to GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> so he, so it, it, we have few icons in this industry and fewer rock stars. Yeah. And I think it, it is a big get, if I think, for Phil, if he can lock this down with this, I, just keep Kojima, because it will be, who's the next I, rock star after Kojima? None. Who's the next? I can't think of one. Quick, am I tripping? Like, from, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you'd have asked me like a few years ago what I said to Randy Pitchford, but him and 2K have, have, yeah. have gone down. Uh, have gone down and like you said like you know he's a rock you know he's a rock star another another thing too again he's an he's an artist and like we were saying before like we were saying when we we're just shooting the shit before the recording you know phil spencer's like phil spencer's a gamer i feel like jim ryan is a businessman it feels like he it feels like he's a businessman it's like he, he treats sony he treats sony like a, like to be fair be blunt fine we all gotta make our bread he treats sony like a business whereas i think phil spencer treats Microsoft as a tool or a window into into an art. And yes, there's a paycheck. There's a paycheck that's going to come along the way. But I feel like on a creative level, uh, Kojima and Phil will, will just blend better or get get along better on a working relationship yeah. than the businessman that Phil that Jim Ryan feels like. He has a gamer mindset. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He has a gamer mindset. He's a businessman, but he has a gamer mindset. He understands the early adopters. He just understands these types of relationships that are very special, you know? And, 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 and like you said, like Microsoft has the cachet and they're in a position, you know, like they're like the, they're like the third or the second most like wealthiest company in the planet. So like they have the ability to lose market share. That's why you have game pass. That's why you have like, Oh, here's for free. You know what I mean? Like they can, they can afford to lose money to get more people on their app. So like they have that, but I do appreciate Phil Spencer. He thinks of it almost like an, on a, on a Nintendo basis where he knows these people like that guy, like, Hey, like, yeah, work with this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that to me, that speaks volume. So I guess like wrapping this up as far as for like this, this segment, like I would just, it would be nice. It would be nice to have a point where, where we can say like Jim Ryan, like m maybe you're moving the needle when it comes to like the numbers basis. But when it comes to these early adopters and people like remembering PlayStation for what it was and some of these games and whatnot and like them fucking over customers on like, just like how they present these these old school games and trying to sell them back to us for 50, 60 bucks. Like, no, no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, yes, you guys aren't making Microsoft money, but just manage your money better. Don't, why'd you buy Bungie? <laughs> you know Dude. what I mean? Like, 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 it's just like, don't make stupid fucking decisions. Like Nintendo doesn't make as much money as Microsoft, but the decisions they make are stern and they make sense and they sell a lot of fucking games and consoles. You know what I mean? Like they just make smart decisions. So it's like, 
like I think we've talked about this, Arthur. Like, if you have to look at Nintendo more on how you do business when it comes to just different decisions you make, do it. Like, don't have a state of play all the time. To have a state of play when you have something to fucking talk about. That's why I appreciated this one because there's mad stuff. Like, stop giving me a state of play for one fucking game. You know what I mean? So, like, when it comes to this last state of play, I liked it. But when it comes to stuff like this, I do not. So, <laughs> so I just I have to wait and see. And 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 to this day. It's not, I could have purchased a PlayStation 5. I think I've had at least two or three moments, but they just have not sold me. And I'm and I'm wearing a PlayStation shirt. <laughs> like, just to remind everybody, I'm a PlayStation fan. I'm not a fan of what they're doing to, to this brand right now. So um, I'm just so nostalgic is why I have the shirt on. But um, but yeah, that's kind of my take. You mentioned, Sony's, you mentioned Sony has a numbers game, like the most successful console, uh, or like the PS5 out the gate was... Uh, was you know the number one most bought console you know outselling outselling the Xbox Series both X and S two things of that one scalpers um, well I'll just say I'll say one they did um, on on the tail skirts of having the most successful next gen console they didn't go to they didn't they didn't go to, they didn't go to E three the next year validating yeah. people for the purchase of what you're gonna get the next year yeah and then two during the during the let's bring it back even more during the Apple epic trial it came out that xboxes loses money from consoles and they're like yeah we don't give a shit fuck you <laughs> like yeah. xbox like xbox like like that's that's what i'm saying like they're playing like xbox is playing the long game like like xbox like in during the there's we can you know we talked about a lot but first of all just a reminder a lot of weird facts came out during the epic epic trial <laughs> like a lot of weird shit yeah. that had nothing to do with the trial yeah. but one of the things that did come out was like profit margin stuff like that how xbox via being audit not audited but subpoenaed they had to reveal they make x amount consoles and it came out that they they loot they what they say microsoft has not made a profit on consoles since uh in, in like two generations i i would i would argue that is true i would argue though that's probably for most that that's probably the same for sony as well oh, okay because even for gamestop like when we sell and when they sold a new console the margins were so small it's like yeah. 30 dollars yeah. on a new console. Like, <laughs> like, yeah for every call every brand new out the box console we sold yeah exactly they made but, like, but like sony, 50 bucks but, sony and microsoft always lose money on console yeah. sales mm. only nintendo makes a profit mm. that's why the graphics is so bad it's <laughs> but, because it's cheaper <laughs> like no it's seriously but, it's, it's the cheaper true. components no it, no you're right yeah. no you're absolutely right especially yeah. with no that, that's a fact um i was gonna say uh, what you're saying Arthur as far as them playing the long game they absolutely are and they're they're doing it beyond like even beyond the console when it comes to just game pass like to me like it 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 for 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 the for how much they're offering it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. but again Microsoft is like the second you know most wealthiest company in the world so they can lose they have the ability to lose money to gain market share same with Amazon they have the ability to lose money to gain market share so yeah um I do want to say it is dangerous because because of the pandemic and the chip shortage yeah and nobody can get a playstation and cisco's it, like yeah 2025 i'm like wait what right <laughs> it's my sony is playing more dangerously because because of that it actually gives xbox more of a foothold in my opinion mm. it, you see them ground gaining ground in japan having the same amount of units sold as playstation like they're kind of neck and neck if there was no chip shortage, I think the PlayStation 5s would outsell Xbox oh, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. Now, because it's neck and neck, you know, when you cut a game developer, when I have my game, do I put it Sony exclusive? Because, or do I want to put it on both consoles to get the most money possible? Because mm. before there was just such a huge gap. And the game that Xbox and Microsoft is playing is very aggressive with the approach, came out the gate swinging. Sony is 
doing the tried and true and not trying to do anything else to make it more like come to my console. And they could have done that with Kojima. It's like mm. sucking all the way back to it to to bring it back and give you that edge or something. But it, I don't know. It's just, I don't know what Sony's going to do. So. Yeah. And I'll say another thing in terms of the whole console situation, something in terms of the showcase, something we saw a lot now too, there's an, you know, an, an icon we only saw a little bit, but now we're seeing it more and more. Uh, console, PC, cloud. Yeah. That cloud icon was all over this fucking conference. Oh, yeah. So not only so not only was Game Pass all over this conference, but cloud was, and like yeah. and, and, and that's why that's what I mean again by like thinking ahead. Like oh, there's a console shortage. PS 5s like let's redesign a console. Um, Xbox is like you know even with I even experiencing I even with I having experience in the X Cloud. Xbox is like, do you have an iPad with a Sony controller? Fuck it, play Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what they're yeah. that's what they're at. And so again, so thinking thinking ahead though, this isn't a buyout day one. It's a partner. It's a again, it's, it's it's a new partnership. It's a smart it's a smart partnership. And again, it's like this potentially has to be another tit for tat thing. Are we going to see potentially from Sony of if you know if they're going to respond or do they have the capital capital to respond? Mm. And it's it's like how good about this? It's like you're right. Sony's not doing bad. Numbers say they're not doing bad, but I feel like the gaps widening, or I just feel like the potential is there for Xbox in the next like two years to really jump ahead. Because again, you know, like we were talking about like Sony and what they're holding out on. Other than God of War, there's not like a really new big thing. Like yeah, I mean, I'm going to be like Final Fantasy I mean, 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that's, that's true. Fantasy. That's yeah. true. Okay, but that's that's yeah, but. But I, see what you, I see what you mean. Yeah, though. like you know, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's no, just no. my thing of like Xbox. Just like I can just, I feel like just looking, making the moves. One, being able to have the capital to make the moves, and two, jumping on it. Yeah. No, I mean that's uh, just 30, 20 seconds. My, that's my biggest critique of Sony is that I don't have a roadmap. I know that I'm getting the sequels of the games I like, but outside of that, I just don't know what's coming. Spider Man Two, God of War Two. Uh, maybe it goes to Shima too, but like, what? What else? Like, right. there's no roadmap. Oh app. no, no, no uh, the Last of Us remake. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. for seventy dollars. You want that, don't you? <laughs> Fucking full, full price, motherfuckers. Yeah, and like this again. This again. Like to all again, all the themes of like Game Pass, cloud, roadmap. Twelve months. Boom. Yeah. Like again, like like again, you're saying communications amazing. Again, like you're saying, like this fall, there's no big, big holy shit. This is the holiday game. To get this, you know, to get this Christmas for adult or younger gamers, but again, you know, with Xbox saying, "Hey, look, it may not, it may or may not be this fall," you know, for to me, now it kind of is because with Overwatch too. Yeah. But hey, boom! Everything, most of everything you just saw, twelve months. Yeah. Something. Fuck. Brilliant, brilliant stuff there. Uh, and I think that's going to close it out here for the Gamers for Life podcast. Uh, a long one, but a goodie at that. Church, I'd like to thank you, man, for coming to the show. Thanks for having Being me. Being in person, man, just good, good shit, man. We got to have you back another time very, very, very soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was great. It was finally good to be on the couch, you know, and have this dialogue, man. Uh, anytime, anytime. And Persona 5 is awesome. Go play. <laughs> Very cool. Well, it's going to wrap it up here for the Games for Life podcast again each and every Friday, so Saturday, discussing all things games. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrell, with me as my co-host, Arthur Thomas. That's me. All right. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>